Navy Federal is proud to serve over 8 million members and is open to active duty military, the DOD veterans, and their family members. Receive a lifetime membership benefits. Excuse me. Receive a lifetime of membership benefits like credit card APR average that is 4% lower than the industry's member-only exclusive rates and more. Visit NavyFederal.com slash FriendCast. For more information, call 1-888-842-6328 or download the Navy Federal Credit Union app today. Message and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information. Okay, so it's going to be a blow-up, because, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who are you? How did I get here? Yeah. It's going to be a blow-up. Let's see. I don't know what else to say. It's oh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning to everyone out there in internet land. Hi. How are you all doing? I was fine. That's great. And now I feel like my voice is not being listened to. Oh, okay. I was. I thought you were gonna say. I thought because you're saying kind of like. Eh, I I feel like my voice is starting to go, and I was gonna get big anxiety. No, no, my voice isn't starting to go, but uh, it, it's it's more like my voice is here. Yeah, but it's not being. Well, put that email. Heard. Okay, listen. That email got sent. Okay, take that email. You put it in that drawer. You know that drawer where emails go. Yeah. Yeah. You put it in that drawer. Maybe I should just that email copy and paste. Yeah. Then click the button again. Yeah. Just do that. <laughs> That's a fun one. That's a fun one. Yeah. And it's it takes like five button presses. It's a little pass it's a little passive aggressive. And it's and it's efficient. You know. I kind of feel like Oh no, you want to be passive aggressive? You put like a, like an addendum to that. It's like, hey, just sending this again. And then if it doesn't work again, what you want to really passive aggressive it up, you copy paste that mm-hmm. and put another mm-hmm. addendum on it, and mm-hmm. you just see how big that chain can get. Mm-hmm. No, I the way I usually do is like I, I go like you get like maybe like three of like different re engagements of like, hey, just wondering, what's up? Hey, you man, know, hey, hey, it's kind of weird, but I, I don't want to bother you, but what's up? Right, and then after like that point, then you can just go a paste, a paste, mm. a paste, because there's nothing changing. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Perhaps you could hire Ooh. some form of robot to send the message 100 times a second. Hmm, that's handy. That's I feel handy. like that would be possibly extreme, but hey, what do I know about solving problems? That's a that's a good question. What do you know about solving problems? I know that you should stand further back than three feet when you shoot a zombie in the face. 
Okay, I know how to solve that problem. That's an escalation further beyond what I I was more so thinking of uh, disputes. Oh, of some sort. I know that when you spill something on the floor, the fastest way to solve that is to just take the whole roll of paper towels and just put it in the middle of the spill. Just throw the roll at the spill. Yeah, and then it'll soak it up. I mean, you could also just keep, like, a spill rag around. You're blinking. I am blinking. I am somewhat confused by your term, spill rag. You can keep a rag in the kitchen. Yeah? Like, you know how there's a rag for drying dishes and a, a rag for wiping your hands? Yes, that's correct. Yeah, you can have, like, a rag for wiping the counter, mm. which you can then wash and reuse for, like, quick spills that mean nothing. Mm. Instead of a paper towel. I don't usually... So, like, yeah, I I would use, like, the dishwash thing for that. But, like, the spills that I am describing are not the nothing spills. I'm talking, oh, I dropped a whole can of Coke on the floor. Well, that's... You've got, like, bigger issues, I suppose. I could... I would say I have bigger issues. But it, like, <laughs> if you drop a can, like, the cans are designed in a way that they don't explode out of the bottle... Like not well the, if it's open it does. Well, no. So, but like if you if you if nothing's wrong with you, you can pick that can up fast enough that it's still a small spill. Well, that was a assumption that you just made. Okay, that something is not wrong with me in this situation. That I would be in a state. So here's the thing: if I'm dropping a drink on the floor, I'm probably in a mental state in which I will look at the drink as it is falling and go. No, with my arms out, mm -hmm. and then it will spill more and more, and I will look at it and think in my mind and possibly say out loud, no, stop. Do you not do the last minute foot out catch? Because the yes. last minute foot catch does work yes. sometimes. However, we're talking about the situation in which I'm most likely to spill something on the floor, mm -hmm. which is a situation in which I'm already deficient mentally in some form. Either due to lack of sleep, just waking up, or just being kind of stupid for the moment. Only temporarily, though. No, never, for the moment. Never implying never, that no, this is never. A, a permanent no. debuff. Ne no. Okay. I've done the foot save on many objects. I have, too. It's 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 quite satisfying. It's like uh, you don't need to actually stop it from hitting the ground. You just need to stop it from hitting the ground at the velocity that it's going to yes. hit the ground at. The foot save is almost always worth it unless it is a like unless it's like food in which point well, that's, the, you didn't need to solve the problem. You just gave no. yourself two problems actually. Yeah, yeah. So now hit your gross foot and the gross floor. Yeah, if it if it is in a gooey liquidy form coming down, then there's nothing you can do. However, uh if it's a plate that's going to break or a glass, the foot save yeah. will just stop the velocity. Arm, you know, this is really weird. The don't don't foot save a knife though. Yeah. What if you can catch between your toes and everyone will be really impressed? I mean, if you want to take that. Yeah. You know, sure. I think back to some moment when I was like 7 years old. And I was, my mom was like, hey, Pat, here's a plate. Bring it to the dish thing, right? And I picked up the plate and I walked over and just halfway to the, the front of the kitchen, I just dropped that fucking thing on the floor and it shattered to a million pieces. And I remember, I remember even at the time being like, how did that happen? I think I actually just let go of the plate 
I don't think I like. I don't think it slipped. I think I just wasn't paying attention and just opened my hands so that it may free fall and smash through a million pieces. Mm-hmm. One time. Yeah. No, that's real. And I don't know why I did that. One time, uh, I really didn't... Well, I hate washing dishes. I hate... I think that is fairly obvious that there's very few... My dad likes washing dishes, but he's an anomaly. Don't enjoy it at all. Nobody um, does. And uh, many, many a battle were were uh drawn on the on the the <laughs> the premise of like we had a system of wash what you use but apparently uh-huh. I'm the only one that can adhere to that yeah and the frustration just escalates to a a war dishwashing uh, is difficult because i feel like the 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 deal the, uh, the the armistice you just described is the one that is very common yeah. in any multiple adult situation. Yeah. And no one ever fucking does it. Ever, ever, yeah. ever, ever, yeah. ever. And there's something just really outrageous about having to wash somebody else's dish that they did not want to wash. Yeah, basically. And, I, and there are other chores like taking out the trash or mm-hmm. tidying up a room mm-hmm. or making a bed or mm-hmm. whatever. That, for some reason, doesn't apply in my mind, anyway. Yeah. And I think it's very similar for most people. But, like, I know you use these fucking dishes, and you're just too lazy to fucking yeah. wash them. Or, oh, so mad! Yeah. Or even, like, do the little fill it, fill it up with water so that it gets a chance to be an easier wash later. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Um, I remember, though, I, I, will, I will confess that... Uh, one time when I was very young and, and not wanting to wash dishes, but was assigned to do so, yeah. uh, I, I was washing a glass that was a really annoying one and I was really pissed off and I was being a shit and I absolutely didn't smash it, but I let it, allowed it, I allowed it to fall and crack and so that I didn't have to do it anymore. That's fine. And that was like, in my brain, I was like, well, I it slipped out of my hand. I didn't, the action wasn't causing it, Jesus. <laughs> and that, oh no, in, that was okay, wasn't it? And then I, I felt guilty afterwards, but I still never did anything about it. I just, besides, like, I was like, okay, well, that's between me and Jesus. And then that was it. Isn't everything just between you and Jesus? Well, you see, the real the real lesson to be learned there would be to, like, go and, and tell the person what you did or whatever. Fuck that. Or you can just silently ask for forgiveness and yeah. be like, we good, right? That's we good. Right. All right. And we, ca- and we carry on with our way, you know? Um, but you tell, I'll tell you one thing. I didn't have to fucking wash those you didn't dishes. You have to wash that dish anymore. Nah. I got back to playing fucking my 386 you know and that yeah. was that um yeah no i absolutely would put i put dishes in in a category where i'm willing to do like i will do uneven amounts of chores in exchange for not yeah, doing abso- i would totally agree with that you know i will take over any other responsibility catch me outside raking and mowing the lawn and dumping the trash out and and fucking while well, cleaning out the bathroom. Yeah. But I just I fucking loathe the dishes. See now nowadays I think like maybe maybe much of my hatred for dishes has been exaggerated because I was like 
in my mid to late 20s before I discovered how to actually wash them properly, unlike a crazy person uh, from a story that's been told in which I thought that if you let dishes yes. air dry, that yes. they would give you mold that would yes. then the air dry give, mold give you give you like horrible diseases, right? right. Which would then increase the t- multiplying time of dish doing by hours. And then now that I think of it, I was specifically taught to hand dry every single thing specifically so they didn't get like mold on them. And I'm like, hmm, yeah. I wonder where that came from. There's a conversation for the next family meeting. Yeah, there's a there's there's an there's a a a, a, a pseudo there's a an in law that won't be named that uh, upon upon uh, acquiring a dishwasher still decided to rinse and fully wash. And put the like the like you basically put do the a f- now clean dishes into, into the dishwasher. Like it was the it, so it started as like it started as like okay we'll just wa- we'll just give them a little water down and then put them in. There was like that's well, actually prudent. Yeah, right. And then and then it was like well if I'm watering it down let's get them soap on it. Right. I'm 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 right here. Okay. And then it became like all right. Well, I'm just gonna scrub it a little bit just to get the hard stuff off so that we don't have to deal with it later. You just deal with it now. With you, but you just deal with it now. And then it just became a full dishwash, and then it goes into the wash the dishwashing machine. And you're like, "What are we doing? You have now doubled your work for no <laughs> what are we, reason." What are we doing? You know, this is why. Funny. Uh, hmm. This is a funny. I remember, yeah. What I remember. Blow it up. There's dude. Blow it up. I remember an argument that lasted. I want to say for like six years between my mother and I, in which she would every single time, you know those little those little dishwasher tabs you put in the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. She'd put the dishwasher tab in it, and then not close it. Oh. And then I'd go, Ma, I think you're supposed to close that because it does the thing. She's like, No, look. And I would, I sh- look. The dishes are clean afterwards. I'm like, Mom, l- look. It, I, I, and I, I, I put the tab in and then just close the door. Yeah. And like, look, it's just on the floor. She's like, Patrick, <laughs> I'm your mother, and that is how we do dishes in this house. Ah. And, and I remember appeal to authority when I got my Flag own on the place. Play. And it had, and I finally got my own dishwasher. The first thing I did is like run to put that tab in and close it, uh, and be like, "Yeah, I knew it. I fucking knew it." Just, <sighs> yeah. See, I felt very differently about that phrase than many of my young contem- contemporaries as I grew up, because whenever I heard that phrase of. I'm your father, right? Or I'm your mother. I always took that as a personal victory because it meant that I had outsmarted my parents. Yes. Yeah. No, that's exactly (laughs) it, right? That's what it is, is that, like, you have been cornered. You have nothing else. I got you. So the only thing you have right now is the fact that you've been on this planet longer and you're going to use that. And you have legal authority over me and all sorts of shit. Right. And you're, but you're going to fall back on that as opposed to an explanation where you can use your words. Because if you were so right, 
in what you were saying. You'd be able to easily destroy the small child. In, in you would be would, able to explain your reasoning. It'd be so easy, right? But you've, you've, yeah, absolutely. You've a thousand percent abandoned your post by fucking falling back on the I am this. And it's like, all right, we all know you are. No one's saying you're not. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the story. The most damaging series of fights to ever rock the Boivin household. And my dad occasionally watches the beginning of the podcast. And if he does, dad, send me a text message while you're listening to this. It was over the pie. Because of course it was. So, in my family, we had dad, my mom, me, my brother, and my sister. Five, right? Sure. Dad and the sister... Don't care for pie. Don't give a shit. Mom would be like every, you know, week, two weeks, three weeks, right? Get a, a, a fucking one of those little pies from like the Super C. Mm-hmm. You know, those little, I don't know, like yeah. the, it's like a tiny pizza or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little like, here, hey, we got a dessert for the thing and the family, right? Uh, the sister and dad would be like, ah, oh, no thanks, no big deal, but whatever, right? Me and my brother loved, loved it, and my mom also loved the pie. That's why it kept showing up. Now, that's three people, right? That's three people. How do you fucking think that pie got divided? That's right, into four. Now, how does that work? My brother and I, every week or two weeks, would go, Mama, there's three of us. Why don't you just divide the pie into threes? (laughs) And, or... Or six! That's annoying, right? Just cut cut the Y shape, yeah. And she goes, no... One third of that pie is too much for dessert. That is too much for you. And we go, Mom, you're just going to eat that other piece later. She's like, no, this is everyone. We're going to share it. And so what embarked was the shittiest attempt to negotiate a week-to-week basis on who would get that fourth slice later in that week. Okay, I, I don't, well, she, I don't, her reasoning is sounder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because the basis of this piece is too much for you is a normal parental thing. Sure, and it's it, like, yeah, can, yeah, can that I would get, be a large piece of pie. Yeah, I mean, it's the same, like, can I, can I get three scoops of ice cream? And it's like, no, fuck that's, off, that's you're getting much. two. That's not good. No. Eat shit. And you're right. So I understand and would that. Go, mm-hmm. I get that mm-hmm. part of it. And then, two, three days later... When one of us would be like, hey, any of that pie left? Mm-hmm. No, I ate it. Yeah. How could you eat it? You said it. I bought that pie for you. And you, that, hey, hey, then- I bought that. You should be grateful you got that pie. And then the next week, hey, how are we going to divide this? Divide it into three. No, we're going to divide it into four. Because that's too much for you. But you're just going to eat the piece tomorrow. As a family, you should have taken that fourth piece and flushed it down the toilet together. No one. You watched it. Never. You should have sat around the toilet and watched it go down the bowl. And that's the only way to use the fourth piece. And everyone gets the exact amount. And then you flush the pot. It got to the point where my brother and I were like, Dad, please eat the fucking piece of pie this is so unfair and he's like i don't want the pie and we're like dad the pie situation is so unfair and he's like you could just have no pie i'm like oh, you're not helping you're not helping at all 
I mean, you know, um, this came up like six months ago when I told the story. Like, I had a family thing, and you know, Paige didn't know about the pie story, and my mom and I got into it again. Like, time had not passed. <laughs> You know, I mean, if we consult the scripture, it says that uh, King David was brought a baby, and a mother was claiming that the baby was hers, but another mother said the baby yes, was I hers. Yes, I am familiar with this parable. And so then he took, she drew a sword out and said, well, then we'll draw draw the baby into two halves. And one, and one of the ladies was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, take from that what you will. Yeah. And apply that to your life lesson. Yeah. And that'll tell you what you should do about the pie. Or was it King Solomon? It was King Solomon. Whatever. It was some guy, and he's sure. going to cut the baby, and one of the ladies was like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And the other one was like, no! And then he was like, well, then, and then he clearly, then he turned to the lady that said no, and he went, well, you just don't know how to play fair. Exactly. And then he fucking split that baby. Yeah, that's right. And, <laughs> and then he kept one third of that baby for himself. And it said smoking six times. You could have had no baby, if you know. And then he S-ranked it. Yeah. And then... God was like, yeah. And that's what happened. Bible. <laughs> that's how it went. My mom owes me like like a hundred slices of pie. God damn it. I mean, yeah, but also. And, and you know what the worst part of it is? The worst part of it is I have no doubt in my mind that my mom never once thought I'm going to cut it into four so that I can get the extra piece. And this is a preview of the... This is a knowing preview of what I was to later become. Because the real reason why you cut into four, right? Well, you have to cut it into four. Four is... Four is equal. Yes. So, yeah. If it was, so I was expecting OCD. It, ha- it has to be. I four. was expecting OCD reasons. Yeah. And that's not what I was given, right? And if there, if it was simply OCD reasons, then yes, I was going to jump right that, on board with that. That's the way you cut a pie. You cut it in a four. But I, but again, the third versus <laughs> the quarter means there's an entire, uh, what is that? 26, 27, 28, 29, uh, th- uh, 30, 31, 32, 33. There's an entire, uh, uh, there's an entire eight percent extra that you'd be consuming each time. Yeah, and uh, you know she was probably just trying to shave off a couple of those. Nope, those porky pie nope, pounds. The re- no, the real reason those is- porky pie pounds. Nope, you cut it in four. You have to. That's the way. The, the, you the, have to. Okay, so here's, that's the way it's done. Okay, so here's the real test, right? Yeah. What you actually do is when the cut starts to occur, yeah, you fucking gra- you are. She pulls out of the box, yeah, and it's already been done into into thirds, yeah, right. And then if the reaction is right, then that's like I'm upset because now you're trying to make yourself get more pie. Yeah. But if the reaction is no, it's not right. Yeah. It's incorrect. Yeah, that. Well, is uh, more not, telling. Luckily, luckily, pie is never cut pre-cut <laughs> prior to it. But I mean, if you went in a, 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 a like you know, while, like while something else was going on, you went in, you found you know, it. I want to go back right? in time and fucking try that now because the that's the information. Like, are you gonna get a like a scoff and a goddamn it pat, or are you gonna get? No, you know what, you know what happened. You know what would happen. <laughs> you know, if that if I were to do that, it's like you're trying to you're trying to game the pie system. No pie for you, and then. 
it would be the remaining three pieces would get bisected into six, and then it would get split between the two people that didn't interfere in the pie system. Ah, uh, okay, okay. That's yeah. But I just it would be worth it'd be worth sacrificing that week's pie to find out the core of the issue. I have been I have been having this argument on and off for twenty five years. Mm. (laughs) it's worth it because there's 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 stuff where again where my mom would have like a weird habit about something yeah and it would be no that doesn't make sense and it would be like no this is the way we're doing it though (laughs) and then you have to like you have to do it enough times to be like you're you just have a weird thing with this this is not about what makes sense this is about you having an issue and then and then when you find that out you kind of go like all right well now i know how to handle this and now i know like the, you have a weird a weird ism here i have a, i have a lot of sympathy for my poor mom uh that i did not have as a child now because uh my mom was the kind of person that had lo- lots of those i don't know why this is f- fucking lame old lady shit or whatever but like decorative tins or yeah. doodads around yeah. the house yeah and she was very particular and they were all spaced all perfectly and if she were out of the house i would go up to them and i would nudge one or two of them off by like 10 degrees <laughs> That's the, that's and fucking she, that's she, so petty. That is the would, pettiest it's ever been. And, well, no, because then she would walk into the room and immediately, like, instinctually know. Did did one of you guys move one of these? Yeah, and that would blow like an hour of her time as yeah. she checked. So I thought that was hilarious as a kid. Yeah. I find that significantly less hilarious now. Right. As I find myself doing the same fucking thing. To your toys. To anything in my house. So, yeah. Uh, It's never that subtle with me. It is much more clear. I walk into the bathroom. I see one of those fucking toilet seat covers on the top of the toilet seat. (laughs) I rip that shit off and throw it back in the closet. And that's the end of that. And then, you know, and then I get the fucking call, Dalentan! And I'm like, what? And they're like, did you pull it? And I'm just like, I am, would you rather we leave the fucking toilet seat cover on? I didn't say fucking, obviously. No, 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 no. no. But you said fucking, though. No. You, said, you said bitch, though, right? Yeah, in your mind. Did you say it out loud? You said bitch! Yeah, yeah. no, fucking, so. That's the best guy. You fucking, you, so like, I'm like, would you rather we leave it on, and then while I'm trying to pee pee, yeah. this fucking toilet seat snaps shut. Yeah, the, 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 the cover, uh, what's it called? Upholstered toilet seat. Eat shit! Is a 5% chance per bathroom trip that you're gonna piss all into the carpet part as it refuses to stay up, every single person's. Ha- we didn't have that in our the, house. The inventor every- of the toilet seat cover upholstery is a monster every, to history. Every single you are a time monster. I went into somebody's house to like a friend's house or whatever that had that bullshit, or maybe your grandma or something that had that shit. I would have to pay, and I, it'd be a, it'd be a fucking three hand job. Oh yeah, where oh okay, yeah, yeah, I have to I have to like kind of brace myself, yep. and then I got put my left hand out to hold yep. the thing back. Yeah. And then I got to aim, but now I'm like, because I'm leaning forward, I mean, this it's awful. I don't care how pretty you think it makes it look. You don't have to. And it's, and it's like, and it is, and, and like, you can always tell it's like the guy there's, this is a, this is a decision that's, that's not based on the guy here because there's, 
No, like the girl is not going to have to hold that part up like that. Of course that. not. Your back is going to hold it up. So it's like you just don't care about the fact that this makes it impossible to stand up and pee. This is. So it's like, so then why don't you sit down? Fuck off. No. <laughs> it, I get so angry. And it was just like, it's like, well, then too bad. You know what I'm like? No. Th- oh, yeah. This too bad. Is the, no. The reverse. Holy shit. Of the all time classic leave the seat up shit, which is. Yeah. Not only are you going to not leave the seat up, I'm going to now engineer the toilet seat so that it can't stay up. <laughs> it won't. It won't do it. Everybody has to sit down. Fuck you. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to write my name. Like, um, like peeing sitting uh, down. <laughs> peeing sitting down. Uh, like I, I, Or obviously, uh, uh, like, uh, removing possibilities of any this particular is, this, physical this is, ailment. This is probably or, coming across way more aggressive than jokey. But, uh, it, I mean, I... Listen, man. When you... When that fucking upholstered toilet seat is like, Oh, I'm gonna fall down. You're gonna piss all over yourself. It's, it, that's it, a terrible That's feeling. a fear. That's a huge fear. No one wants that. You don't want piss on your upholstery and exploding everywhere else. So the worst, and I don't want it exploding the, on myself. The worst Or snapping on my is, dick. It's that it's almost always carpeted. And you know if piss hits that, it's there forever. That's the... You, that stain's not going... Right. It's it's it is. Why just, is my alarm going off? It is a monstrous. It is a fucking crime against humanity. Like, and and here's the thing, right? When I'm at someone else's house and I see that in place, I I roll my eyes. Yes. I judge. Yes. Judge. I judge, judge everyone in the house. Big big judge. That's right. It tells me a lot about what's going on. That's right. And then I I um, <laughs> I move the the top of the toilet. Yeah. Usually if it's like a normal toilet, you, you know, the, the, the lid, you pop the lid up and move that back so it creates a little bit of extra room. Yeah. Because oftentimes it's leaning up against just the top part. Yeah. Which you can get an extra inch or so if you just and move it back. that's honestly usually enough. And I'll do that for someone else's house. But fucking back at home, get that shit out of here. And it was like, I don't, I'll take the yelling. I'll take it. I'll take the licks. I'll take whatever. I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing this. This is for your own good. This is too far. Although, now that I think about it in retrospect, maybe, just maybe, maybe. pissing on the fucking upholstery yeah. would have been the right solution. It might have been a solution. It might have been the best choice. That might have been the correct way out of it. Because now what do we do? And you go, oops, hey, I don't know how to stop midstream. I, 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 I'm sorry. I haven't flexed that muscle enough because I'm a child. Fuck, what's a kegel? And that's the end of that. Yeah. You know, maybe that was the right way. But I was I was too concerned, and that thing we had a fucking big one too. It was one of those fucking <laughs> clappers, you know. Like that shit was not gonna. It was. It was. It, mm. You know what else I hate about those things? Go say you com- say you completed the entire ordeal successfully, no issue. All right, great. You go to wash your hands. Two seconds to wash your hands. Bam. Yeah. As the toilet seat snaps down. Yeah. Scares the shit out of you. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the new ones that have a soft drop where it just slowly. Well, that's new. Yeah. Got me one of those. Those are great. But um, I would absolutely uh, march and burn a pile of toilet cover upholsteries outside in public in town square. I'd be down just to, just to send a message. I uh, Or, or I, oh. how about 
we can be we can you know what that's unreasonable it's okay. hilarious <laughs> okay. but it's unreasonable it's slightly too far okay we don't you know what maybe maybe we should save the marchings and the burnings for things that are slightly more important mm-hmm. um how about i meet you in the middle okay there's a middle here yeah and okay. i'll and, and sell you a toilet cover sticker so that you just stick it on top of the thing yeah. and it makes it look pretty Right, so you can buy yourself a cheap white toilet cover instead of if you want. I mean, just spend. You can buy the nice one if you care to give them yeah, a sure. Fuck. But you don't want to, whatever. Fine. So then buy a sticker that goes on the top, and then it's and like a skin. You know how you fucking put your skins on your Xbox? Yeah. So you get your Cash Money fucking GTA skin. Yeah. Put a G- Cash Money GTA skin on your fucking toilet cover seat. Get your faceplate. And then you got a faceplate on your toilet seat. There you go. And then you don't have to fucking worry about the extra thickness. That every fucking asshole auntie's house has because no one in this house has ever had to use the toilet with the seat cover up. It's so selfish. It's so incredibly selfish to take the function away anyway. Now, this obviously changes in a house that has two toilets. Oh, yeah, and one sure. toilet becomes the uh, okay. they become gender locked toilets. I guess they do. I guess they do. But like, there's what I, I mean. I don't think I've ever been just just peace sitting down. I would find that suggestion outrageous. Peace I've got sitting, that. That's what I like, got. I got that outside outside of any particular physical disability or injury or whatever. Right, peeing sitting down has two reasons. One, you're wasted. Sure, and there's no trust. Sure, in your motor control. Yes, sure. Two, yeah, that's extra security mode. Some form of ejaculate was recently passed. And you may not be able to trust the direction your stream is going to go. Because if, if, because I'm not going to meet you on that one. Uh, no. Oh, yeah? Amy. You've never had it go straight sideways? Mm, That's a lie. mm, Aim's not a problem. Aim's not a problem. That's a lie. That's. Sometimes that shit can go 90 degrees. And then you're pissing on your wall. Okay. Um, I'll meet you on that first one. <laughs> I'll meet you on that first one. And just say that, yeah, we have we have uh, all range mode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when necessary. And otherwise, we've got normal fucking flight mode. And then you just choose between the two based on the circumstance. But you don't take one of those away. I got to say. Every time I discuss this kind of topic, I'm like, ha ha, ha. Or every time I go to the bathroom, there's part of me that's like, oh, relief, because I'm going to the bathroom. And there's that other part of me that I'm like, I'm so fucking disgusting! This is so awful! (laughs) I hate it! (laughs) Like... You know, if you could, if I, I would pay, you know, it's inside your body at all. Oh, times. I hate it so much. It's right in there. It's so disgusting. And it's, it's far away from your head. It makes me sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I remember being fucking younger than I am now and like holding stuff in just so I could pretend it wasn't happening. Because I'd be so repulsed by this awful human body of mine. You're quite lucky that you were born in a country <laughs> where you don't have to use the squat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember going to Japan, seeing a squat toilet, and be like, no, nah, I can hold it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Cause I cause I, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to something. It's actually I'm, healthier for you. I'm sure. That's why I have my little stool. Yeah. But I remember being like, I'm gonna hold on to the railing or whatever the fuck around here is for handicapped people. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go halfway. I'm like, no, this is gonna end a disaster. I'm just gonna hold it. I'm just gonna hold it. <laughs> I'm gonna fall into this fucking foreign toilet, uh, and it's gonna be a whole ordeal. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's it's gonna be a whole thing. There's other benefits as well that you're missing. That that you know, we don't have to go into the technical details of it, but the pressure of you sitting down holds things in place in a oh, way. Oh, no, there's like a tendon. There's all sorts of stuff. It, it holds things in place in a way. It, that, is, it is natural and better for your body to have your legs elevated in some yeah, fashion. Yeah, yeah. Now, if that's your body lowered yeah. or your legs just have any elevated by, say, a tiny stool or box you keep in front of your toilet. Yes, I completely it, agree. Now, here's the thing, right? I feel like you were going to say if there was a way earlier for you to just completely remove, remove the ability... Yeah. And uh, the answer exists. Yeah. Uh, it's called a fucking col- colostomy bag. I'm aware. And uh, I can put a hole in you. No, you can't. And you can what just... What the fuck is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this Wooly Madden's discount medical service? And then you can just take a tube and put it where it go. And then you can just simply not have to worry about ever actually having to use it properly so, by draining the bag out. So... If I could pretend that the bag didn't exist somehow... Because the bag is a part of you now. It's an organ outside your body. I would do that in a second. But you can't ignore that the bag is there. Not only is the... And that means you're touching poop all the time. Not only is the bag there, not only can you feel it fill up, right? Because it's touching you. It's attached to you. Not only can you know when it's full... But you now have a new glowing target point on your body for anyone who wants to cause you harm or misery. Wooly, wooly, okay. So you know the- Well, no, 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 no. You need to stop right now. The anxiety level (laughs) I'm feeling over this discussion has suddenly skyrocketed. I am like, actually, when you described that a colostomy bag is a target- I am like almost at panic attack there now is, over the in over the thought. It's it is there is a new like thing to target like the Birkin eyeball. I don't like this, which is a context I can now use. Yeah, there you go. You got you it. have something you can shoot at or slash. Okay, dude, I'm gonna no no no. Is, or just you, punch you, in a fight. No, like for max damage, like and it's real. not real body damage. <laughs> I'm being really serious right now. <laughs> we need to back off this just a little bit. Just a little bit, okay? Because I'm going to lose it. I'm just saying. But hey, in exchange, you never got to go again. In, in, ex- oh, man. in exchange. That's equivalent exchange. That's... If I could... Like, I'm the type of person to think of, hey, we have teleportation technology. What a miraculous... Put it in my body so that my waist just disappears. Yeah. Give me, for say, a magic wand yeah. so that I may just shit myself and expelliosa the... And then all of it, yeah, look, which is Did cannon. you know... Oh, cannon. my God! Cannon. Oh, the worst Shout-outs to J.K. Rowling. No one wanted that, J.K. What the F? You, you tell me that... Double door shit just shat themselves and then was like, ah, 
magic. Use alternate dimensions for your poop. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, but that's what comes with so- with a society that has disposable magic, I suppose, right? If you had to go that. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think it was better. I don't think we needed to know. It's like, true. So the part it's of true. The, so the part of that that explanation that actually blows my mind is not that there was a spell to remove it from your bowels. Mm-hmm. Is that they would shit themselves and then magic it away. And then magic it away. Like, Wherever oh yeah, no, stood. I just shit my pet. Like, because... Ba- like a baby. I'm going to assume the feeling of shitting your robes is unpleasant. It's probably... That there's some splash. It's probably that, more unpleasant with pants on. Yeah. But robes are still in the way, yeah. Yeah. Sure. sure. Like, yeah. And I, then you... Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I, uh, I like it is like a it. it is a two part process as opposed to one. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm gonna write that book. It's like nobody poops. You're the only one. Be ashamed and send that out to the children. Nobody. It's just you. Okay, so it's because your butt's broken. Where would you put the bag, though? That's the lot that you got to decide bag? where to put it. No, not I'm using teleporters here. <laughs> you shut up. Would you put it on your shoulder with the eyeball that goes <laughs> so that it's up there and everyone can see it? Do you put it on your back? The only the only way that I could ever where do you put it? The only way I could ever deal with this type of situation ever is if it wasn't a bag. It was like um oh god, like a like the fucking uh. Like the slot out filter for like a Brita, where it's like just a a, a plastic square. Sure. And it's sure. just slotted out, and then you just slotted a new one in. I mean, you could always have it just be like four smaller tubes that go out to your wrists like web slingers. Oh man, that's the worst. <laughs> that's the worst superhero ever. <laughs> and and out the back of your ankles, so that you can just on the stealth. When you need to, just do it like that, right? And then if, if someone attacks you, you know how uh, 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 um, one of those bomb blast beetles will be like, fuck you, or like the lizard with the blood in the eye and shit? It's like, ah! The oh, the Jesus Christ lizard. Hu- human defensive mechanism? Just fucking just... Now, I'm sure there's a lot of people at home that aren't putting this together, but if if the if the line has not been drawn, let me draw it for you. There's a reason Pat is so into cybernetics slash transhumanist stories and fiction and stuff. The idea of transcending my disgusting body's, like, gross fluids is the most appealing thing in fiction to me. Adam Jensen looks clean. So clean. He can take a shower with that robot stuff. Would you sacrifice? Yes. Yeah. You, I don't even care what you were you, gonna say. Like, if you you know, you'd never have to eat again. Oh man, you'd give up food. Put me in a jar. Yeah. Put okay. my brain okay. in a jar. Okay. You'd give up the food and the taste. I mean, and at then, that level of science, you could probably just poke the part of your brain that makes you taste the right thing anyway. Yeah. Sure. Fuck it. Or just make your tongue feel the thing anyway. So you could probably just fake it, but still. I want to be a brain in a jar, like a robo. Like, there's a Fallout uh, enemy type called a robo brain. It's a fucking brain floating in a jar with a robot, like a like a rosy robot. Yeah. 
But, and here's the really important thing. You need to encase the the top part so that I can never see the brain so that I can pretend I'm all robot. Data was my favorite character on TNG. You reject your humanity. Because he's not gross. Yeah, I mean... There's a man I should introduce you to. Yeah? His name's Murphy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. The new version. Uh-huh. He, he looks great. Yeah? Yeah. What about when he's got to get a tune-up? That's fine. <laughs> Just don't look? As far as I'm concerned, they could get rid of that, too. Wow. I like the taste of things too much. I would, uh... To me, I would rather it go back to... You know how... Oh, my God. We have to... Like, we're now here. We're, we're here now. Yeah. So we can't back off yet. No. Because there's... The, the last place to go, I suppose... Yeah. Is to the place where I'm like... When you're a super baby... Yeah. Wait, what? When you're a baby... Oh, okay. But you're, like, even more of a baby. Like, you're, like, newborn. Okay. All right. Like... Your phrasing on this is bizarre. When you are months old... Got it. It's It's not even poop. Infant. It is just black fluid. It's not even, you know what I mean? Well, oftentimes it's like green or it's just, orange yeah. or whatever. But it's like, it's like a bird almost. It's like it's not even, you know, so it barely even registers as that, like, that gross shit. What are you talking about? So it's like, you know, if you could go, if you could go back to that. It'd probably what be. You, what do you. What am I talking about? How does that not register? That is the vilest form. No, most. Mo- okay. Here's where I'm coming what, from. What do you. Multiple parents I've heard from have said actually, when the baby is really young, it's super easy to clean up because it's not that gross because it doesn't feel like it's like poop. It's just like a weird fluid. And then when they how get older, even better. When they get older, and in you're like, "Oh, way. this is a diaper," and how, this is how because your brain doesn't even feel like it's the same thing, you know? It doesn't feel like it's like any sort of thi- you know. So I've heard that what so fucking mystery biological fluid is better? No, it's just that it's less gross with your kid when you're changing the diaper early on, and it gets more gross right. later. I- this I've is been, what parents have told me. I've been me. around a lot of babies. My mom used to babysit kids. Babies are disgusting. They're so gross. They are fluid. They are human fluid factors. The, probably, okay. the, probably the best part about getting older is you get drier has and no, huskier. Okay. Has no, I don't know. Apparently, no one agrees with this. But has no one heard this from any parent about Never. this part? Never. I've heard this from multiple people. I have, I have heard and seen I don't know that this- the earlier a baby is, just the more... The, so you want I, consistency. I'm not because then at least it, I'm not. Fucking, di- I'm not dying shit. on this hill. I'm just reporting what parents have told me. This is not what my. This is not my experience. This is what I've been told. Are these human beings? Yeah, and they said it was not that bad. And then another couple said, "Yeah, it's really not that bad." And then later on, it gets gross. But apparently, everyone disagrees. So I guess I don't know. No one else heard that then. My, I, I, that's what they told me. I can only report what I was told. Willie, I have known you for 15 years plus. This is going in the list of most baffling things I've ever heard you say. Ever. I'm so confused. As opposed to hating your own body. And it's. No, 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 no. 
that that list is a big list that we keep over there. There's no comparison. See, you're reasonable. Ah, I'm held right. to a higher standard. Well, in my own mind, I know that I do crazy, stupid shit all the time. So the fact that I would say a crazy, stupid thing is not even that notable. Right. Right? Right. But you will very occasionally say something that is wildly out of character in its reasonableness. See, and that bears investigation. Sure. But here's the part where we, 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 like, unless I step in here to remind that this was information that I have, I have no idea. I'm saying I heard this, right? Yeah. So this is not me saying I have a preference. Here. No, this, this is not this my is, preference. No, no, absolutely. This is you knowing crazy people. This is me getting information, double checking to see if everyone else heard the same thing. No one. And heard apparently, the same thing. well, a couple people said, yeah, yeah. A couple, I noticed a couple people said, like, oh no, I noticed that, but I don't know. So this is this is literally me going. Is this real? No. Okay. Well, you well, know. mileage may vary as anything. But here's with the other thing. Vary. Here's the other thing, though. If you're, unless you're a parent, would yeah. you really know? Right. Like, wouldn't you have to kind of go through that to finally actually come to that conclusion? I don't know, man. I've been around like mom. So mom bait me. If you're kids kind of yelling the- in the chat, going no, no, no. It's like if you have kids, I'm gonna take your opinion more than if you don't have kids. Like, otherwise, you're in the same boat as me, and you don't really know. Like, as as uh, as somebody whose parent like babysat children for like a profession, like I had like. Essentially, a long cascading series of infant and up to four-year-old minor cousinish siblings around for like fifteen years nonstop, and I could tell you everything about a child is the most disgusting thing to ever happen <laughs> to humans. Children of men is like, oh, finally, the (laughs) the earth can be clean. (laughs) Now, those of you who watched my stream yesterday may be baffled by the phrase, the earth might finally be clean from Pat, as I went on one of those rants I do about how much I love to litter garbage on the ground. Yeah. But human filth is so much worse than garbage. Your own body is the most disgusting thing that will ever happen to you. How do you feel about the fact that the Earth has life literally growing from actual shit? How do you feel about the fact that cows taking poops leads to healthy grass fields? I can appreciate the ingenuity of that grass (laughs) while simultaneously mentally vomiting. How do you feel... Do you about the fact? Did you ever watch? If you're in a situation where you are, I will die. (laughs) There is no water to be found. I'm dead. I'm throwing myself off the nearest cliff. The only source of water, yeah, in dire circumstances, Mm -hmm. might be pile of dung. Okay, so I hope everyone at home is familiar with the image. That I'm going to. This is Bear Grylls level three. Let me, I hope everyone is familiar with the stock photo image slash meme that I'm going to channel here. But guess I'll die then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I'll die. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I think you might have. Do you remember the onion? <laughs> 
video series Horrible Planet. <laughs> uh, that rings a bell. Horrible Planet is a nature documentary series des- describing how truly, truly awful the world is. And the final episode describes how to trick birds to drink all the bleach in the world to clean the earth and how you can eventually end up in a, in the top of a stainless steel room at the top of the tallest spire at, in which no animal can reach. <laughs> right? So that's supposed to be st- satirical, and I watched all six of that. Oh, those videos going. <gasps> Someone understands. Yeah. yeah, new article <laughs> just popped out talking about how bugs are on their way out unless we do something, and it's like, well, fuck. If the bugs go, then everything else goes. That's fine. <laughs> okay, so th- we're th- we're here then. <laughs> We finally arrived. We're at that place where it's like, yeah, you, you know what? What do you mean finally <laughs> and arrived? I was born in this state. Uh, so unless you can achieve immortality, why, Fast. Let, it, why let it continue? <laughs> I look at the what, moon. What, what is the purpose? I look at the moon and I see a perfect society. What has... What has the entire history of humanity been for? If, ah. if not up to this point. Making gross stuff. And once you no longer are around to perceive it. Listen. Humans are... Just, God put humans on this earth to create bleach. <laughs> so that we may fix the planet. I mean, the planet itself is going to... The rock, it's, the, the rock will be here. Oh. It's just a matter of what's going to be on the rock, That's you know. Right. The rock is going to fucking be the rock. Is going to be the rock. If a if a billion asteroids smash into it at the same time, maybe it won't be. But for the most part, the rock is going to be floating around the sun. It's just what's going on on top of the rock that you might. You know what's change. funny that you mentioned that? There, as every time I have this conversation with somebody, I always discover something new about myself. I love rocks. I love rocks. When I was a kid, I used to have a coffee tin after, because my parents drank tons of coffee, so we had a million of those Folgers coffee, you know, those big ones? Yeah. Around. Just dozens of those things filled with all the cool rocks I could find. And they were cool. Some were sharp, and some were, some, a lot of them were round and saw, you know, smooth, and they were all dry. And, 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 and clean and perfect and devoid of any organic material at all. And I, I just think I'm, I'm like, oh man, wouldn't being a rock be great? And yes, I am turning into a Captain Planet villain. I am aware of this. However, I'm aware of that, so I'm not going to take the steps. To become fully super villainous, henchman maybe. Uh, I just want to take the a moment to apologize to um, those who have uh, vocally let me know that these tangents are growing out of control uh, before we even get to our weeks. <laughs> yeah, that this 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 uh-huh. unbridled, unchained uh, madness that yeah. has been happening before we even get to the business of the of the, <laughs> of the, the podcast. podcast. 
is is too fucking much. I love rocks. Um, yeah, I I I just want to say I'm sorry. Uh, and I want to simultaneously say that it's not going to stop. I'm gonna I'm going to but um just you know I'm gonna say that I'm not sorry, and I'm loving that I got to talk about my rock love, and that I wish I could I should go get a pet rock. Unironically. You have two Z target points now. Just keep that in mind. What, two? Two? I mean, usually it's one. Okay. But, you know, later in the boss fight, okay. they're like, oh, shit, there's the... It's like... I don't know. If you look at humans, we have like a hundred. We have many. We have, there's yeah. so many. But it's like, if you, in the fight, if you fight for long enough, it's like, oh, shit, the colostomy bag has been revealed. Okay, I don't have that. <laughs> so, then, listen, like, listen. Go for the crit. Listen, my, men- my mental, like, turn in my mind was... What panic, panic, panic? Wait, I don't have one. Right. So right. Yeah. I mean, you could always armor it up, you know. But anyway, well, why not just armor your whole body by putting it inside a cylinder? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I why don't, don't know. you just encase yourself in Here, molten I was, steel? I was about to to recommend some sort of like knight armor with a knight <laughs> no, colostomy no, no. tube, no, colostomy uh, tube no, uh, with an, a fucking knight an impassable bag. cylinder. But just let's just keep it simple. Just, yeah. <laughs> just put it in, put it in a geometric shape. Yeah, yeah. We, you don't need to do things really. So, gang, I just want to take it aside. My personality is what you get. When somebody has many unfounded assumptions that just never come up for decades, and then it's too late. It's far too late now. Well, this can't be fixed. No, it can't. I don't even know where I would start. And and you, it's and it's really it's really exacerbated by the fact that like. You've been given a platform to allow it to stew further. Oh, yeah. Because this is usually supposed to be cut off by the harsh, cold reality of real life. And people are like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And then it, it gets cut. And then you never, it never gets to like, but, but here we're juices. in a situation where it's like, I'm as crazy as can be. And people, ha ha ha. Yes, more. And it gets okay. to stew oh. in its juices. Oh, yeah. 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 400 degrees. Yeah. Every time this has happened in, in, uh, entertainment. It's always ended really now, well. Now listen, if you guys want if you if anybody out there understands how vile we are and everyone around you doesn't understand, I understand. You're disgusting. And we're going to have to make it through that. If only you could just swallow the bleach. So that it would just That's the end of that video. Cleanse. By the way. Yeah. Is that <laughs> and then on New Year's Eve, every man, woman, and child will each drink a cup of bleach and the earth will be clean, clean forever. Clean, yeah. It's just how do you clean out the inside of it? Don't the drink bleach. Yep. You'll die. And your body gets really gross after you die. You're probably not a fan of the microbiome that's keeping you alive. Um I am somewhat fascinated on the fact that due to the nature of surface area, more of my body is external forces than my own body, mm-hmm. at which point I have to wonder, is anyone even a human? Yeah. No, you're being piloted. <laughs> it's it's really... Yeah. It, 
I don't know if it's a biology or a philosophy question, but it's really pretty fascinating. You're being piloted by Flora. Yeah. Totally. Um, let's take a quick word from our sponsor. Uh, this week, the podcast is sponsored by Unauthorized Bread. You're halfway through this podcast. You're probably already thinking about what to listen to next. Here's a suggestion. Check out the audiobook edition of Unauthorized Bread, available now on Google Play. In this new novella from best-selling author Cory Doctorow uh, and the forthcoming Radicalized, you'll be transported to the near-future America where technology is tightly controlled and danger lurks. It all starts off with Salima, who is just out of a refugee detention center and freshly moved into subsidized housing in Boston. While happy for a room of her own, all is not well. Salima discovers every system and every appliance is locked and strictly regulated, including a toaster that only accepts authorized bread. (laughs) The situation quickly spirals out of control. It's a tale of young and downtrodden fighting against all odds to survive and prosper. The science fiction audiobook is brilliantly read by actress uh, Lamise Isaac. So start listening today. The audiobook edition of Unauthorized Bread by Cory Doctorow is available now at Google Play. Thanks, Unauthorized Bread. Yeah. I, I also want to thank whoever wrote that uh, ad copy for their um, faith in us that this would be the halfway point of the podcast. Right. Yeah. The podcast hasn't even technically started. This is correct. But the re- the real podcast. Yeah. We're in the pre-show still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pre-gaming it. Oh, um, all right. Well, oh, hey, you know what? Yeah. You know what is disgusting? Zombies and the undead. Except for that one. Huh? That one's all right. Oh, I don't like this. I this it it's here. Deal with it. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, had a week, and this week consisted of, if we're gonna, yeah, we can, we can, we can work it that way, the Resident Evil 2, uh, that was played. That is a proper, I would call that experience a toe dip. It's really interesting how, uh, the, how, like, looking, I went back over to kind of just look at some of the, the thoughts and the feedback and all that stuff, and, uh, on the way I was playing, and of course, it, there was definitely a a a, uh, a large amount of like, dude, you're turning it into the Souls like crawl through. Oh yeah, right. You're doing the the uh, snail sna- resident snail or whatever. I don't even know what to call that one. There's no real easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the point is, they're going like, dude, what are you doing, right? And I'm just kind of like, do you not remember the first ten minutes of the 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 video mm-hmm. of the stream? No. Well, often, many times, people literally were not actually there. Okay. Well, if you're like, why is Wooly playing so slow and going so... And I'm like, one, brand new franchise. So, Don't uh, even know. But I, two, go watch me play the beginning of the game. Yeah. And see how the other way was going. And then yeah. I went, oh, that's not what the game wants me to do. It's funny because I was just thinking about this like before you went on this particular track. And I was like, it's it's funny because... Most times, this particular type of experience isn't actually visually seen, and that is, I literally don't even know what this genre actually is. Mm. 
right? Hmm. Like the same thing of like, th- no one really sees anyone's actual first touch on a fighting game. Mm-hmm. And I mean like the first mm-hmm. time ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or um, the, it did happen with the Souls series, but even that is like an action RPG, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh yeah, there are like decades of implicit knowledge here mm-hmm. that you have zero access to. That And the number one that mm-hmm. stands out to me the most is that very early on in uh, Wooly's stream... You got really bit a lot and were very damaged Mm -hmm. and just mentally assumed that when you got back to the main hall, Mm -hmm. you would be healed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I assume there was a reset point. Right. Yeah. And like that is the actual opposite of not just the genre's history, but even of its stated goals. Right. And the fact that you don't know that yeah. is like the real like oh that is, we're at we're at actual zero here yes. on knowledge and 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 it's and it's something that's always interesting is uh, the phenomenon of knowing a map or knowing what's ahead knowing what you're supposed to look for knowing and so on and like remembering what it's like for everything to be fog right mm-hmm. like once it's not fog to you it's just a matter of memorable encounters and puzzles in different locations well, the, and that's the, that. a resident evil speed run is or even a competent like yeah. run through is a it's a series of math equations right but like it's it's so when it's actual fog that i'm walking into yeah. right like things like don't run or the liquors will hear you yeah that come early on then make me go well, now I'll never know if a liquor is in an area that I've been to. I don't know. So if I start yeah. running, I might get jumped. Yeah. So let me stop running in this area. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know the and encounter that's, and that's nature why, of uh, how to even begin. Occasionally overlong explanations. It's like, listen, you're getting the explanation on, uh, like, liquor's not going to move between a room. Yeah. Because otherwise, you would become hyper-cautious even yeah. more so because you would think they'd be able to leave and thus not denote certain areas as safe or less safe or whatever. Even Souls games, when you first touch them, like, once you understand the rules, yeah. then you get to get really comfortable with them, and then you are skating through as you know the rules, yeah. right? And so that's the... Even if progress is slow, yeah. it's comparative skate. Right. So, at this point, I'm assuming the rules are all out to get me until proven otherwise, so, they often are. Yeah. So, like, when, I, when I'm when i told, like, a method of avoiding a problem, mm-hmm. I'm going to assume I should employ that, you mm-hmm. know? And otherwise, like, uh, and at the same time, like, knowing which items to prioritize when it comes to knives or shells or, yeah. you know what I mean, and bullets or damage and that sort of thing. It's like, these are all resources that, you're, that you, you have to spend to get out of the situation. The, the general- and the answer knowing, being like, well, if I knew what the end of the game's count on each of these things was, yeah. I'd have a much more educated well, guess. Well, also, uh, the I, I can give you a very simple rule that applies to all good survival horror games. Yeah. An item's usefulness mm-hmm. will inversely correspond with its rarity. Okay. Right? Well, is this is this a, a bullet that will kill an enemy in one hit? Good you'll find ten. Right. Is this But you can you can misuse it. Oh hell yeah. And how easily can you misuse if, it? If you go back you know? twenty years, 
you will find that the number one piece of advice in Resident Evil 1 and Resident Evil 2 guides are save the game, go explore these five to ten rooms, and fucking do whatever. Mm -hmm. Now reload your save. And now, with your knowledge of what's in those rooms, mm -hmm. decide what to or what to not engage with. That is a terrible practice for a stream. Well, fun thing that you mentioned that, because hardcore mode in RE2 is so difficult that when Max streamed it first, that had to happen. So, I vividly remember him walking out of a safe room on the east side of the map. And getting bitten by a zombie that he might have been able to avoid it. And going, okay, fuck it. This is a scout now. Mm -hmm. Because he had zero resources. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And could not afford that. So fuck it. I'm just going to go run around and mm -hmm. see what's here mm -hmm. until I die. Right. Yeah, I'm going to say that the, um, the thing that makes the most sense is... I started that out similar to how when we first started the I'm keep I keep going back to the Souls games because it's the most recent thing in memory of here's me touching a brand new genre. Yeah. Learning the rules from day one on camera, not knowing what's coming, right? And like the first thing you do is assume that you're playing something similar to other genres that look like this. So when yeah. the camera is here. And enemies are like that. And the name on the box necessarily implicates, in your particular experience, Resident Evil 4 or 5. Whatever the case is. So, like, the thought that, like, hey, let me just try and run by this enemy, yeah. right? Is like, that's a thing I can do in other 3D games where enemies are, are totally. standing around like this. So you give it a shot. And then it turns out that doesn't work, so the, right? The, I, that's an example I was just thinking of as yeah. we were discussing this. And what they did with that in this game is fascinating. Because in the old games... Zombies, like, their awareness and ability to, like, in, in their vicinity yeah. was poor, right? You could actually kite around them? Well, it was poor to make up with the fact that physically moving your character around them was, difficult. was very difficult. Yeah. It was tough. Yeah, okay. To add, add, there's a, there's a, um, there's a room, right? The, the, the last room in the original game before you hit the RPD front doors. And that room is still in this game. It's the one where you run by the school bus and then you turn right and you go in through the front doors. Mm -hmm. That had eight zombies in it. It's like the most dangerous room in the game. And there is an S pattern that, that you, you can, have to that you can okay, run okay. so that you don't, so they don't touch you. But with the camera and the way you control and the fact that the camera shifts halfway in the middle of that uh, makes that really, really hard. Yeah, okay. But here, where you have naturalized, clear, common sense 3D movement of your character. It'd be way That would easy. be trivial. Yeah. It's so easy. Yeah. So what so, they do yeah. is they have zombies have a wider detection cone, a larger launch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so you end up being like, yeah, because because otherwise you could you could just kite through patterns on enemies and just sprint where you need to go and so yeah. on. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but all that to say, so that was a like, okay, now I understand this part of it, right? Um, and then then the, the, the way the bullets and all that, all that other stuff, you know, kind of comes into play. And then there comes a level of like, all right, now there's an enemy that punishes you for running. And, very strongly. And and is a very difficult enemy. So this is not something where you can uh, deal with the problem when you get to it. I should mention, this is a, those were massively buffed over the old games. Like, they were not that tough okay. back well, in the day. Well, now they are, they're not mini-bosses, 
but they're like below a mini boss, right? Yeah. So like a like the, the, the if there was a mini mini boss essentially, yeah. it is like you don't want to um sprint for convenience and then encounter the problem later yeah. and then deal with it because that's like that's a, that's fuckery. Yeah. You're going to spend your entire uh 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 fucking equipment getting out of that situation. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, so then caution becomes the the the, yeah. the way, right? And then on top of that afterwards becomes uh like mental like a lot of it, it's tough because it's one of those things that people don't really talk about, but you know backtracking and all that, it's mm-hmm. it's looked down upon in games. Backtracking is actually core to this genre because the whole point of backtrack is I need to go back to this area. Mhm. I know that this area is danger, 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 danger. And mm-hmm. then your brain goes, what is the actual safe path mm-hmm. or safest mm-hmm. path I can route to that destination? And then the game will know that that's the safest path mm-hmm. and then often fuck with it. Now, from a learning perspective, right, trial and error teaches you how to do things. Yep. This is what humans are good at. Yeah. So uh, going too fast, I've learned the mistake. That hits me, so then I'm like, okay, cool, caution. Well, that's right? a lot of that is actually just straight up stream slash LP blindness. Sure, but uh, the point is though is that like you switch gears now, right? So I'm like, uh, okay, drop it back from five to one, yeah, right? Because then you're like, well, if caution is the is the thing the game or is trying the day, yeah, is the the thing that the game is trying to tell teach me right now, then let's embrace that, right? Yeah. Now the thing is, is that. How cautious is too cautious? Well, you can go maximum cautious, yeah. and you will still make progress. Absolutely, right? It will probably be not as fun to watch <laughs> yeah. if you are crawling through things. The, the number one piece so, of advice I'd give to anyone who plays this game, regardless of their experience, is that in terms of noise generation and enemy awareness. All of your different walk speeds are the same. There's only walking and running. Yeah, exactly. That's right. the only two right. different states. Uh, the, the the actual speed is based on how quickly you want to approach this situation. Yeah, but the yeah. Uh, the noise generation and yeah. whatever is literally just did you click your analog stick in or not. So so all that to say that it's like you can go maximum cautious on gear one and it'll probably make it a lot less interesting. But ultimately you'll be safe and it, things will be fine. And the game is is basically allowing you to be as cautious as need be because that's what it's now encouraging. Um, you turn. I'm gonna. I'm thinking like, well, mentally, turn that up to gear two, and then sometimes three for the purposes of just making some progress and getting yeah. getting getting a move on. But I'm doing this without the comfort of like genre knowledge, genre knowledge and learning, right? And so what I'm fully expecting, of course, is that the introduction of Mr. X will then make it so that it's like, no, you got to go back to Gear 4 now, right? I'm fully expecting that you cannot be that cautious anymore when that becomes so a I'm thing. So I'm going to assume you've seen at least one piece of footage of Mr. Zero. X. Zero. You've I've, never seen... People have sent me uh, at least 50 clips, including all the DMX stuff and whatever, yeah. and I've never clicked play on oh, any cool. of them because I'm like, I don't want to see this. That's actually really cool. Right? Here's the thing. What I have seen is the, the fucking Ganon Down airdrop. Yeah, that from the original? I mean? saw that thing. And then... Um, oh, that. Yeah, okay. From from Lythero. Yeah. And I've seen... Uh, and I know from the original game that he pursues you, and yeah. we talked about how he pursued you in the so old game. So you're aware that he podcasts. exists in the police station. I am aware he exists, and I'm aware that he pursues you. So based so on that knowledge... Your, your assumption is correct. Yeah. It is, listen, you know this generalized layout. Yeah. 
go. Yeah. So I'm I, I, I'm definitely assuming that's going to be the case. So all I can really say is like knowing myself and knowing the fact that like especially when you're on and you're going, you're not getting the real. You're not getting to dedicate all of your brain to really actually internalizing. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's an actual pause button that I can use to, to stare at that map when I need to. Um, I know that this time frame when the game lets me drop the gear back to one, two, or three mm-hmm. is where I'm supposed to be memorizing the map. Absolutely. That's 100%. my assumption. Okay. Yes. So you, you have you have correctly deduced the entire gameplay loop of like seventy percent of that game. Fantastic. Which is and, and it's and it's why Scrub Quotes was Mr. Scrub Quotes X right. for a while. Right. Because the people going, Mr. X ruins the game. I just want... It's like, no. Yes. You've already been to the police station. Yes. That that entire part of the game yes. was supposed to be you learning what the place is. Yeah. So that then the game goes, okay, now do it fast. Right. So based on that assumption being correct, now with that, with you confirming that, it solidifies my thought, which is anyone asking me to go faster when i'm supposed to be learning this thing is yeah. being unreasonable well it's it's the kind of thing is and this game has every kind of weird possible because vari- i'm in the caution learning phase it, it has the every possible weird variable of speed ever which is i went slowly through it but even that was with the generalized knowledge of what enemy types are in the game <laughs> how the game expects me to want to play it <laughs> extensive like research testing with the demo with every kind of thing and there was one thing in that demo that i found was not accurate in the real game which was fascinating to me there is a specific animation in the demo when a zombie attacks you from a 90 degree angle as you were sprinting mm-hmm. and your character literally takes an arm and pushes them down like like it's football mm-hmm. right in the base game in normal and hardcore or standard and hardcore they do that animation, and then the zombie like gets you and knocks right. you to the floor. Right. That animation only works like that in assisted mode on easy. Okay, in which you actually have like a fucking forty degree, forty five degree cone to the size of your character. That if you're sprinting perpendicular, you can stiff The zombies will just fucking fall down. Okay, and that's fascinating that they actually changed even like little minute details like that. Yeah, but like. Every like it's also it's a remake of an existing game. Yeah, right. And then obviously that's going to change because the further you get into the game, the RPD layout is very familiar. Right? They've added a room here. They've added a room there. They've remixed this hallway. Whatever. You're right. This, the later areas are more or less completely completely brand new in terms of layout and design. So all of that just disappears. Yes, but you are learning unreasonably slow, says the chat. This learn, learn faster. It is different when you're streaming, man. No, it's Willie. different. No, <laughs> like you don't. It's not the same thing. You know what? You know what? My, one of my favorite things ever is like we have tons of particularly artists that we talk to on Twitter and make the art. Oh, that's great. And then every now and then you get a little DM. Boop. You go, hey man. I just want to say, I streamed yesterday. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I, we talked. We talked about this not long ago. We talked about this not long ago. How it's like it doesn't happen often, but every once in a while, someone gives it a shot, and then they go, "Holy fuck, my mic didn't work. The stream dropped." And then when I came back, I was so paranoid about that, and then that I would like, and then the talking part, and then that I, I fucking myself. I couldn't even fuck. Yeah, and I'm like, I couldn't play the game, and it was just like, wow. And I was like. 
yeah, that's a little bit, a little bit of like, mm, I'm glad, I'm glad mm, you shared this. Oh yeah, oh if, I love it. If only we could use the. Um, oh, I'm the best. The point of view gun to shoot and just spray that ray all around so that everybody gets it. But yeah, yeah, it, it, it's so you're fighting against a lot of things. You're fighting against like the reduction. Anyway, it's all Johns at the end of the day. Oh yeah. But it's just that, but it, but it, but it's just like, yeah, you're fighting against the, the, the extra stream situation in addition to the map. It's all big so Johns. On. So I, I'm ultimately like, no, I think it was, I think I'm, I'm doing fine. And I, and I think like I didn't die. And I'm like, I, I saw like there was a later on at back, I went back and I was like, people, motherfuckers were like, yo, wagers on whether Wooly makes it to the RPD without dying or not type of thing and you got and, a little dicey there for yeah a second. yeah it did you know and i was like okay all right see how that's going the, and currently the overwhelming thought is oh man mr x is gonna fuck up Wooly yeah. when that happens and i'm like so yeah, maybe or my, maybe i'll get lucky my, my favorite, or maybe i'll i won't my favorite you know? part about all of that is that in when i streamed it the first time i think almost all of my early deaths i can't quite remember mm-hmm. were I didn't have to take that damage, and then just walked into the enemy over and over, and, oh. killed, and killed myself to reload the save. Yeah. And go, okay, now I'm going to do it right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing that's a for me is that I was talking to some people right before I came over, and I was like, I know it. I I think the quote is, I know it. My heart. Wooly's going to end up with zero shells before that first boss fight. I just know it. He's going to get that shotgun, and he's going to use it on every zombie he encounters until that boss fight and he's gonna walk into that boss fight with zero to three shotgun shells and i came over and i'm like yeah knew it just just like like because especially when when especially when you first got it yeah I was like, hey, it's a powerful weapon. And you said exactly what I knew you were going to say, which is what every single new player ever would say is, yeah, but I got the new gun. I want to use it. <laughs> well, which is what, which is weirdly enough what the demo was used for in a lot right. of people's minds where they like, oh, I can use a shotgun and not right. have to worry about my progress in the main game. So here's the thing. And I like this. I mean, it's surprising to, to explain this, but I guess you have to when you're, when you're seeing cold versus informed right yeah you pick up a shotgun you have a new gun in a video game yeah this is what it, this is what it is yeah think of how you pick up a gun in last of us and, and how you and use you, it right and usually in by the time and i think it was the case for you by the time that you get that shotgun it has four shells in the thing so you can load it yeah and you've probably picked up three six you, you have like 10 shots now what, what it actually is is a new spell yeah with four uses yeah I'm, it been, is a lightning spear. I've been I've been I've been running around with magic missile, and that's been doing me fine. Yes. Now I have obtained fireball. I know it, it's it's it is lightning spear. It has four uses. Yeah. And this is for these situations, yeah. right? And you're like, okay, cool. And it's like the test use is already too much. Yeah. You know, and and like, don't you dare fucking miss, right? And, and so here's the other thing is that particularly, so both characters have completely different weapons. Like even their handguns are different on a very significant manner. Um, Leon's shotgun does have the head explosion mm-hmm. gar- near guarantee, mm-hmm. which makes it actually really, really useful. There's a there's a use case mm-hmm. that the game is actually really good at, which is I know that zombie's gonna wake up, mm-hmm. but it's not awake right now. Mm-hmm. So you're just gonna walk right over and just clip. The the model of the shotgun into their mouth when you already know though it's gonna wake and go pop yeah 
All right. And then it's like, well, I know I didn't waste any ammo because I took exactly the one that because I Because you already knew that one yeah. was getting up. So um, you remember at the very end of your stream? Yeah. There was the zombie uh, that was on the floor in the jail cell area. Yeah. And how you tested it. Yeah. And it, every time I run the game now, I just walk up, bam. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 zombie doesn't exist anymore. Exactly. So no, no, that makes perfect sense. And and I mean, um, there's no there's no reason to not no reason, but it's like the chances that you're going to assume upon picking up a shotgun that this was the case are pretty slim, mm-hmm. ultimately. So yeah. So and here and here's where it gets extra meta. There are rules in RE2. Well, uh, no, not rules. Implications. Yeah. For how things are to be done in RE2 based off of it, the original but those those rules are actually based upon implication or foreknowledge from RE1 mm-hmm, mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. the shotgun actually took an enormous amount of time and effort to acquire and for Chris that was the only gun he had extra for the 90% of that game okay right now if I recall correctly, the mag in the previous action RE games was still a fucking amazing weapon. Yeah, of course it was. And it's also the wall bouncer in Marvel 3. So that thing... No, it's not. Uh, oh, wait, wait. With Chris? Chris. Okay, because Wesker pull- doesn't have the... No, not Wesker. Chris pulls out the mag and he shoots you and you bolts off yeah. the fucking wall with it. Of course it. you do. Yeah. So that makes me go, this is, more- this is not lightning spear. This is uh, fucking... Whatever. This uh, is Soul Inferno. Ri- something ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. You know, like one, you. So I'm expecting like an there even will, bigger level of there rarity. There would be with no that. test case with the mag. With the mag. Yeah. I believe that. I believe that. I, 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 in fact, I would be. I bet you that, like, everyone knows the exact number of bullets that exist in the well, game. Well, no, because the game actually futzes with you. Okay. And watching that happen was amazing. Watching the like, for example, Wooly shot and critted five, six zombies. Wow! I wish that happened to me. Because hmm. the better you do, the less that happens, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the more it, more resources it takes from you. I actually saw someone describing it in detail that said it's a point system that starts at five, and every time you miss, um. It goes down by like a like a whatever number like a partial part of a yeah. point or something. Every time you get a headshot, it goes up by uh, a point or something, and then like you kill a zombie and it goes up by three. It is so a you can be on difficulty ten, narrowly complex system. Yeah, but it's basically a number that's at five, and it just keeps swinging up and swinging down depending on. How successful you're being and whatnot, and then you get the and it, and it is so. made that way so that if you are having the absolute most disastrous run conceivable and walk into a boss with actually nothing, mm-hmm. there is enough Karma. ammunition yeah. in that room yeah. to statistically, not realistically, yeah. but to statistically kill that boss. I have dumped and karmas in your favor. I have dumped yeah. and I shit you not more than twice as much of the ammunition you put into that boss. Before it died. I could not believe. And I bet there is an extra hidden value where if you have actually no resources, every bullet gains power Mm. as you go. Because you killed that boss with like two bullets left in your gun. Yeah. 
for the sake of a genre that is attempting to recreate tension in these scary movies, that's a really cool design mechanic. Yeah, especially since in the old games, you could put yourself in a situation... Oh, game's uncompletable. Yeah. Game's actually straight up uncompletable. Yeah. But in those games, aiming was trivial. But you get the... So you get Right? The, yeah. But it's like besides adaptive uh, the difficulty, it's also like a tension creator, which is something that the genre benefits from. So that's yeah. a really cool idea. Um, yeah, man. Shit was awesome. Uh, shit was very good. And... Uh, I, that that game and this is this is the I said it before but now you have more context. Your experience with that game now feels just like it would have been had you gotten on the train back in '98. Here's I have I have expectations of this of this series that are very very uh not what I a couple things that I expected that I didn't get especially and I and I mean some of this is colored by playing four four and five first um, weird but just weird uh. Overall amount of zombies encountered way lower than expected. Yeah. Like, there is a precise count to the obstacles you're running into. There's like 125 enemies in the game. It's almost like running through turtles and goombas. Oh, yeah. You know, in, in this set way, um, as opposed to just like hordes. Oh, right? yeah. Because you play a game like Left 4 Dead and you get a very different impression oh, of what enemies yeah. are. No, like... Like a room that it like there's a there's a room that you're not gonna encounter because you're playing as Leon but with Claire. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a room the size of your living room. I uh, know mm-hmm. uh, the size of this podcast room with like your mm-hmm. kitchen. There's three zombies in it. Yeah, it's insanely dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's three. Yeah, exactly. Like like that. You know. And and surely of course there's the you know um, set moments or set modes where that that goes through the roof and whatnot. Yeah. But for the most part, the regular game had uh, a lot less than I expected there to be. But the reason being, of course, is that... Their durability is super high. Their issue. They're an issue. Yeah. Right? And it's something that I really like because it. I feel like the, the reason why the zombie enemy, which is like one of the most standard fodder enemies possible, lost its power as an, like an enemy type is specifically because of games like Left 4 Dead. It's like, this is fodder. This yeah. like this is fodder. Yeah. Whereas in in the classic Resident Evil, maybe not so much in three for some reasons, but like one enemy is supposed to be ah crap. Two enemies is so supposed to be like oh shit, right? I'm the one thing I can feel in advance right now is uh two enemies or three, and they're not the same type. That sounds like a nightmare to do. Well, you actually technically already encountered that. You just you just delayed it in a way that made that encounter much more reasonable because it was one and then one. Yeah, but the simultaneous. Yeah, what about one and then one and then one? Yeah, right. Because that's the actual nightmare. Because then you're actually possibly running out of what you need. Yeah, you know. So that's true too. Um, yeah, but otherwise, fucking great experience, fantastic. Also. Uh, in terms of visuals, when RE2 came out, and this is tough to understand now, but that pre-rendered background shit with the high-quality PS1 model, mm-hmm. holy shit! Go look at RE2 in 98, and go look at even how primitive Metal Gear Solid looks next to it, mm-hmm. right? It's like, well, that was the fucking cutting edge of what games look like. Yeah, but I mean, also FF7 backgrounds, yeah. right? Like, right. That, yeah, it was a common type of yeah. environment. And now you look at this, and you're like, wow, holy shit! 
That is gorgeous. That is one of the best looking games I've ever seen. It's so pretty. That engine is good. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And um, I it, and it's interesting to be uh so critical of like my actions in like one sitting as opposed to just sitting down and fucking doing it and getting an, a raw impression. But you know, the raw impression would have been looked very different and would have ended the same way. Which was without me there, you would have just ballparked solutions upon retries. Hmm. I mean, I might have found myself in a situation where it's like, "Oops, you're low on knives," or uh, whatever. You know, like, "Oh, I was walking around with, I was using a bunch of green herbs when I shouldn't have," you yeah, know, or something like that. Like, I was using two green herbs to get myself back up to to fine instead of spraying it, yeah, because it seemed more valuable or whatever. But yeah, um. I forget who I was talking to, but I was like, if you don't finish a Resident Evil game with a in with a, a item storage box, literally with twenty plus full heals, then you did it wrong. <laughs> like, uh. ideally, you should be going into that final boss with so many full heals that you you can't even bring all the full heals you have because you so much, you have so many full heals. That you didn't use because you, you saved them. You refused to use those resources. So, uh, besides that, oh, one last thing. Yep. This is a this is a genre that takes the RPG mechanic of I can't use that. What if I need it later? Mm-hmm. And turns it into its actual primary gameplay. Right. And right, right. and after like being a big survival horror game fan makes that impulse way stronger in other games because it's like well no i could never use that mega elixir yeah i'm fucking mega elixirs what mega elixirs are meant to be saved but you have 82 of them doesn't doesn't matter (laughs) um so I, i had like five or six somas going into the final boss of persona 4 and i used zero of them because i was like what if i need them for the final 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 boss yeah well, for me, my plan initially was, oh, yeah, motherfucker? Well, I'm going to get a magic mirror, and I'm going to get an attack mirror, yeah, and I'm going to just put these fuckers on, and you can eat shit. Damn. And then boss is like, yeah, how about Megadolion? Oh, no. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. They're like, nah, you don't get away for free. The nuclear element later changed to the almighty element. <laughs> In the original games, that element was nuclear. Because it's like it's just, you just they give you two items that are go yeah you're invincible, this covers you from everything and this nah. covers you from everything. But there's one other thing though. Um, so the other bit and uh, not as much to say on this except um, the yeah Capcom Devil May Cry Five new demo um, similar very similar to the old demo right very very similar uh, only really looking at uh, three changes. One being the introduction of the shop, uh, and the managing of your of your arms, the the and the mission start screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, two being the uh, punchline, in being available to try out. Fucking awesome. And three being the encounter by the fountain, uh, which is a new one. So, 
man. Um, Counter by the fountain. The the right before you run indoors. Oh, the greeds. Yeah. Oh, okay. They were not there in the first in the first demo. Oh, that sucks because that's the best fight in the demo. Yeah, that's the real fight where you get to try out shit because they have some life. I mean, the 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 indoor fight with the greeds. Yeah. Uh, is a close quarter and and you know what I mean. You get to have yeah. that like room version of combat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the greed fight by the fountain is fantastic. I agree. Uh, so that was a really... It was yeah, the only thing I don't like about that demo is enemies need... Like, I feel like that's on the normal or whatever difficulty. Like, mm-hmm. the, 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 hey, are you not familiar with Devil May Cry? Because those bug enemies just don't have enough health to really go hard on. Well, they're puppets. Yeah. And not only are they puppets, they're the puppets that you fight at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Right? The ones that just kind of stand around and stare at you. So, um, they're, they're meant to be style beasted upon, you know? And, and then the actual, uh... Kainai, I believe. Uh, the the Kainai are are the ones that you're supposed to actually fight that, and that, look out for. That game has, like, from watching the footage, that game has so many enemy types. It blows my mind. Every time I looked at footage of that game, I saw a new enemy type. There are dozens and dozens, including that one from the IGN footage a while ago. I want to say like a year ago. That I'm like, hey, Wooly, look at this. That's hmm. a Nello Angelo as an enemy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah, there yeah, are... Yeah. So, and that, and my brain... You know what my brain goes? Like, yeah. oh, my God. On fucking uh, uh, a hard mode or Son of Sparta mode or fucking whatever, that fountain f- fight or whatever, it's just going to be filled with endgame enemies to just fucking dance on. For sure. For sure. Um, and we've already seen at least five or six bosses... Just oh, yeah. through the footage and the trailers and whatnot. Um, By the way, that that you know the you know the fucking theory that that boss, the laser boss, is Lucia from DMC two. I didn't know that theory. No. Oh, you didn't? Really? You know, you know, in one of the original trailers where um, uh, fucking Nero is uh, where first shows off punch. Oh, light. where it's the same it, it, the transformation. Yeah, of you, Lucia. Yes, and you, yes, and yes. You yes, see yes, the yes. you see the lipstick. Wait, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember what Lucia's? Uh, devil trigger looks like angel thing no bird like thing yeah, and yeah it looks just like that thing it it, it it there's cues in it that are similar to um angelo credo yeah 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 and it's like yeah i did i did see that possibility are we gonna get the, the girls as extra playable characters come on come on come on man timeline updated um that game has seven characters it could have eventually it could but the potential is there seven's a lot so uh yeah the the as far as the demo goes um punchline is just as fucking awesome as every other hand, uh, uh uh devil breaker in the game i, I want to say that punchline was created of we want to give nero a real impact we want to give him a real impact and we want to give him like round trip yeah it's exactly so now you get to style from a distance and do man. Now you get to do something and make a decision, and then you get to uh fucking real impact. And why not fuck it? You get to do extra nonsense in the air. Fine, whatever. Because like me getting used, to, like the way he's surfing on it, and you the way you control that, it's very finicky. Yeah. It's not easy to control the surfing and turning and, and whatnot. Like, you kind of go way a little bit too fast. And you have to kind of, whoa. And then you shoot it out and, 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 and detonate it um, when you do the punchline surf mechanic. But there is a video that I retweeted. Oh, I saw that. 
Hey, did you know that when he does the flip, it actually is a launcher for enemies? Holy no, I didn't know that. Fuck. I didn't know that. So just very, very quick and brief, jumping on it, surfing to launch. <coughs> and just, you are just, you are doing your guard flying without it being a bug. Mm-hmm. Right? You're doing guard flying type aerial maneuvering. You're dog fighting in the air. And it is not a bug. It's intended because also enemy step allows you to stay in the air as long as you want. And you can then snatch them back up to you. So as long as they have life, you get the ability to reset your actions and keep it going. And it's nonsense. It's fucking amazing. Um, so the ceiling for skill with just that armor alone is, is now brain way higher. just clicked two disparate pieces of information together. Yep. And I think I may have just accidentally figured out part of the design process on some of those moves in particular. Mm-hmm. So back when DMC3 came out, um, they did an interview in which they talked about the trailer. And the trailer had a lot of the first cutscene in the game in it where Dante's fighting the uh, the, the, the prides in the bar. Mm-hmm. And Dante at one point jumps on the enemy, kicks off. And then start spinning and shooting, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a large, large point of pride that for you the development staff that. that you could do that. Yeah. And they said, we wanted it to feel like everything that Dante can do in those cutscenes, yes. you can do in-game. Yes. But there were two things that you couldn't. You couldn't ride the missile like you do after you fight Cerberus. And you couldn't swing around a motorcycle like you did going up the building. Uh, and I'm going, and I'm like, sure enough, uh, <laughs> in DMC5, you can ride a missile like you did Both in that cutscene, and you do get a motorcycle weapon that you can swing around like you did in that cutscene. So cut there is now nothing you cannot do That's it, that cutscene Dante can do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wow, that's like a decade of like, you know what really bugged me? That you could never throw the motorcycle around, or whatever. You can't shish kebab stinger a bunch of enemies into like one line, but and and I mean, you know, as Virgil, you can't pick bullets up and fucking toss them. You don't know that. Yeah, you don't. You <laughs> honestly don't. Not that anything would be firing you bullets at you that. for the most part, but well, yeah, I don't know that either. Uh, anyway, that is uh, a really really handy fucking breaker. Nico is awesome. I love hanging out in the van. I'm a huge fan of those loading screens where, or not the loading screen, the mission start screen where Nero's just kind of hanging out, just going, oh, what's going, is it done yet? I don't know what's going on. Oh, jeez. So that's got to be a high quality video game. Uh, I have very little to add to the thoughts that you, uh, you, you put out on the podcast a while ago when you played the first demo, other than even with your exhaustive description of how much heavier Nero and particularly Blue Rose the gun feels, mm-hmm. I was still massively unprepared for what a boom that pistol has. It it feels heavier than most game shotguns. It, it, like I, it's it's heavier than Coyote. A. It's it is, ridiculous. It is beefy. It is a beefy shot like almost every enemy suffers visible uh, stun states and upon being shot with your default gun and the explosion holds them in place it's 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 so beefy that it holds them in place as you recoil and do your next action oh also 
uh, fooling around the, with that game's taunts. Amazing. They yeah. took the best part of taunts and they looked at the people who would beat Bloody Palace and do the S rank taunt so that Nero would just play his guitar forever. Yeah. And they go, well, what if he puts the hoodie up and he keeps the hoodie on until he takes a hit for right. the entire level? Right, right. What if he loads his gun in in the taunt and the enemy visibly recoils from the animation and then the gun is loaded? Yep. Like, or what if the, the vroom vroom actually gives, gives you, a, you a rev charge? Yep, yep. And Rainbow does damage. And they took the right taunts and put them in the right place because my favorite taunt in the game is a D-rank taunt. And it's the start of the fight, which one wants to play. Yeah. And then yeah, he walks yeah, yeah. forward a little bit and you're instantly at C-rank to start. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. It's really, really. Like, there's a there's a... An incentive to do a taunt within each rank, and 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 then do the do the next thing. Did you notice? You know, he has one where he gets on one knee, puts his arms out, and goes. Shh. Did you notice what happens to the game? The game's audio drops by about fifty percent. <laughs> I did not notice. No. Go next time you do it. On listen completion. real careful. Yeah. Because the game gets significantly quieter because the game stops. That is incredible. Did you see the footage of fucking V's taunts that got out? No. Two of them got out. He plays a fucking vi- of air violin. Okay. Right? Just like Nero's guitar taunt. Yeah, yeah, But with yeah. a violin. And he starts tap dancing with his cane like it's show tunes. <laughs> He's a fucking uh, prick. It's the best. But he's still styling on people. Yeah. Even with his uptight bullshit. That's awesome. It's it's so good. That's fantastic. Like someone who wouldn't taunt, what would your taunts be? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And we need a full system of them, including possibly mid-air versions. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure a bunch of his taunts are going to be uh, position dependent with the with the summons. I hope they taunt too. I assume they would. Shoutouts to Riding High. Big fan of that. Um, and the fact that it has a function now <laughs> where you can now let go of the trigger. And that if that's a bug, it's a bug that's probably staying in there because it lets you free up your fingers. And that's really, really What's handy. that, sorry? Um, so when you do the air taunt or when you do rainbow, the, uh, the drop kick, mm-hmm. you can let go of your charged gunshot. Okay. And then it stays charged until you fire it. That's probably a bug, but they probably were like, oh, yeah, cool. It's the best. Yeah. It's the best. That's a bug as a feature. You don't have to hold anymore. Because I was talking to somebody uh, when I was playing demo. I was like, how do I uh, charge uh, Blue Rose and not fire off a shot so I can have the three stocked up? I mean, the answer is you just hold it. Yeah. Well, but- the whole time. Like, that's like, because I want to do all sorts of stuff. And jump and well, like. that's so that's remember we talked about putting the the blue rose on the trigger. Yeah. So I got used to that now. Yeah. And I see the absolute benefit for yeah. sure. And now it's actually way less useful now than it used to be, because it acts differently now. Because the the level three charge used to cause a pop up and then a second pop up. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, in this case, it's still incredibly handy, yeah. but the problem is just, like, finger dexterity starts to be at a premium, yeah. you know? Like, you're like, man, I, I need that lock-on R1 button. and and Apparently, streak also works. Okay. Which, yeah, okay, that's the one. There you then. go. While streak, fighting. Streak, uh, shuffle, 
um, uh, Excalibur probably all right. work. Long animations, just let go in between there. So anything that lets you just let go, fantastic. I also discovered when I was playing it. I guess I do have more to say than I thought, but I discovered when I was playing it that I had a really specific style of uh, X acting, mm-hmm. where when I watched you do, do stuff, you were trying to get every single one, mm-hmm. and I was like, I I min maxed mentally what that is and what i did was is that instead of doing that i picked certain swings to really 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 learn okay so that i could get the the good move that i wanted so nero's second air swing is the easiest move in the entire game to exact uh helm splitter for me oh yeah well okay it's gonna vary right but his second, like when he pop him up and go what what right? Yeah. That third hit will knock them away. Mm-hmm. But that's the swing that you would do before you do, uh, at, at Excalibur in the air or yeah. Helm Splitter or Roulette. Mm-hmm. So I'm always gonna have Ex Roulette or Ex Helm Splitter or e- you know. So I so I I there, split rather not Helm uh, not Helm Splitter. So there are yes there are ones that you get easier timings on and I feel those out anyway. Yeah. I'm just taking the bonus on the ones that may yeah. or may not come out. So like right. the second swing on the ground as well the one that you would do yeah the be- delay before combo C exactly so, so that, that combo C that spin that hits twice that gets it the first swing after a delay is usually guaranteed a lot of the time yeah. But, you know, sometimes you're just feeling yourself and you just get that, you know, and it just, the combo fucking looks better than ever, you know? Um, Congrats. You made a character action game character that has one weapon compared to one that has 80, and it is just as good. Yeah. Um, With this one, this one weird trick. Yeah, there was there was a there was a a guy that I, that was like, man, damn it, I just hate the way Nero feels, and I was like, ah, I re- I want to like sit you down and talk to you to really just work this out because I'm telling you, man, it's it it's all there. It so, really is all there. I, I've talked know, about this but- to you. I've talked about this to people uh, in my Discord or whatever. I want to put it on record before it can't be no, you know, before it's spoiled or whatever. What I think is going to happen to Nero's gameplay as that game goes on, I think he's going to get a devil trigger because L1 only does breakaway right now, and I feel that's kind of a waste. We know that there's a buster replacement arm. Right? He's going to get devil trigger. You're going to hit L1 to activate it, and it will break away, and it will break that arm because his arm's going to grow back or have a phantom arm or some shit, and he will have some kind of unified combination good ass arm move set with it and then at the end of it you're going to come back out of dt and you're going to put your next arm on well that's not insane considering the name of his theme song yeah the like ca- the character that doesn't have a devil trigger has a theme song called pull my double trigger. trigger yeah it would be beyond ridiculous if that were the case also can we please get the devil trigger that looks like the design from four's possible devil trigger which is the devil hoodie because full suit because that, that's the shit the full suit would be something they would be something um not to mention that the theme coming back at the moment when it, when it matters it would be absolutely like sublime <laughs> But yeah, man, that demo's fantastic. Um, Makes me big excited. And uh, there's here's one where we can probably tag, but um, Apex. Yeah. 
Apex. Put a bunch of time into that now. Got a lot of games in. Um, I had a full talk about an experience. Talk about a a, a, a a journey from the last time this podcast was recorded until now. Uh, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. A lot of details. A lot of things changed. Things like life moves fast, as they say, and um, like there was definitely a, that when stories like this happen, it becomes painfully clear. Uh, the different pockets of people that only catch what you say on the podcast versus podcast plus Twitter plus only Twitter only Twitter versus uh Twitter plus stream versus only stream and yeah. so on and so forth right and so um that was something where like very quickly after that uh that really really bummed out mood I was in on the podcast came the like let's try the game out. And then came the news about the fact that Titanfall was, in fact, still being worked on uh, and that a, a, a real game that is not the VR game is being made, although he keeps they keep saying they're experimenting. Yeah. But still, they're, they're doing something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, followed by the bump to Titanfall 2 servers, which I was hoping for, which we've Miraculous. confirmed all, all, on all platforms. The, the servers are way up. A lot of people are going back to Titanfall 2 as a result of... Um, experiencing Apex Legends because they're like, oh my god, this game is amazing. Let's go see what the, what the other thing they did. So, uh, Or people that knew just going back to be like, I want to try that again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all in all, that's awesome that Titanfall 2 is like back in the spotlight in a way that it never has been. And also, um, it's awesome that... I mean, well, you know, Respawn after fucking... Making the first one, it not hitting. Second one, sort of hitting, making, but, but still getting, not really hitting. Getting killed in the womb. You know the the knowledge that the knowledge that it is it still exists, and they have this success, and the fact that this thing was like ten million and seventy two hours or whatever the fuck. It's like that's nuts. That's crazy. Ex- oh man, and I good just, on them. I just with that. It's got a really dark joke in my mind. So you wouldn't expect games by Respawn Entertainment to get spawn camp. Yeah. Right outside the... the <laughs> yeah. I'm born, and then Battlefield just bam. Um, it... There's still a, there's still that sting that it, like, it took making a better version of Fortnite for this to happen. So... That I'm like... I, I, can, I can sum but, up a lot of feelings yeah. about Apex Legends with a hilarious tweet I saw, which was... Hey, can you tell me why I should play uh, Apex Legends instead of Fortnite? Yeah, when you shoot someone in Apex Legends, they don't turn into an eight-story building. (laughs) Right? Because, like, I played some Fortnite, and I Uh, thought it was cool, and then I watched what high-level Fortnite is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the worst. Construction. It's actually, like, thematically terrible to me. (laughs) Right? It's... that's the part of the game I keep forgetting exists because I'm just thinking of PUBG. Have you seen what like oh the one v one at the end between the two top players looks like? And they're like? just they're just building farther and farther into the sky. Because the walls, you, the towers. Got to try and get position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's it looks and like shit. And you're building like nonsense structures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's quite funny. Um, this game plays really well. Um, I I tried for days and days on PC, mm-hmm. and I was like. 
I just don't have the practice mm-hmm. and it in me. And I went from pathetic mm-hmm. play on the PC, just embarrassing, mm-hmm. to loading it up on PS4, immediately getting kills in a match. Mm-hmm. Like, just just like, I don't know if that's because PS4 players are no-skill baby babies, or that I am also a no-skill baby baby, or that I'm just so much used to my controller. But, like, when I played on the PC with my Xbox controller, mm-hmm. was the only game I ever got kills in. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I, it's just, I've spent too much time on a, I'm more comfortable with a pad. So I'm going to go play with all the other pad players. And I have, I've played both versions extensively. The PS4 version on the Pro anyway has absolutely no frame rate problems of any kind. It's a, it's like around 45 when you're dropping, you know, from the, the ship. Yep. But in gameplay, it's perfectly smooth. So I had a similar journey. Uh, that's actually interesting because, um, for me, what I the first thing I did was grab my controller and load up the PC version play with, to play with some friends, yep. right? Or but even before playing with friends, I wanted to do training, and then I wanted to just play yeah. some games randomly. Uh, I, I picked um, uh, Pathfinder, and huh. okay, because yeah. of course I'm going to go for the only one that might have a maneuverable uh, a, gra- a grappling hook. Yeah, also Brobot is the shit. So I I went straight to Pathfinder, and um, it was. Yeah, it was just pathetic, as you said. Embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't do anything. And it's like, oh, that guy had so much more movement control than I did. Uh, or, or aiming control. And it's like, that's my fault. Because yeah. I'm playing with this method. I was I was absolute dead weight. I was also like having a, like a really salty first session. Oh yeah. Um of of not just like the the, the effectiveness, but just being like I jumped too early because I thought I would be able to double jump. Because the similar feel of, yeah. of the run it and slide, it feels really similar. It feels so similar. The, the, the like the fact that you're the running around feels so much like Titanfall, and the sliding part as well. What that happened? I kind of go, man. I, I it makes me jump early and then realize I don't have a double jump, and I went ah. So um, the uh, 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 yeah, we, I, I know. Reset the clock. We see it. I, I look um, at I look at Pathfinder and I see. Oh, he's got the grapple hook. Yeah. There will be a wall running character coming. Maybe. And that, and that will be their thing. Maybe. Um, the fact that, so we see the video of, of motherfucker zipping, uh, uh, grappling the ground and just spinning in a full circle around yeah, the last with, guy. With, uh, just cause physics. Nonsense, right? Yeah. Absolute nonsense. So that's a thing that happens. Um, but I picked that character, and with the controller, I'm doing nothing. I'm an anchor, not in the sense that I'm an anchor on the team as the one you rely no, you're on. Weighing the boat I'm down. weighing the boat down, and there's nothing else that's, and it's just not helping. So there's, in addition to not being familiar at all with uh, battle royale, yeah, the genre again, anything, right? Yeah. So um, then uh, I go, all right, I play some games with some, some friends. So, you know, again, similarly, like, embarrassing results, can't hit shit, everything's just outclassing me, and that's the end of that. Um, I decide to install the PS4 version, just yep. to know, yep. is this really just the mouse versus controller quake situation, again, yep. or not? And just like with Overwatch, 
Load up PS4? Oh yeah, no, totally. That's on exactly PS- what's happening on PS4. I'm a, a like my we, aim- we are console children. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a shooter. Uh, 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 in general, my aim is lower than the average person that plays more shooters in general. Yeah, totally, sure. But, but- still, I was not completely worthless. Yeah, as a you know, like uh, it, oh, I, I killed the god. I got the exactly. I hit the target. Or or in the fights that you lose, oh, I got to shoot them. I did the thing a little bit, you know, and I went okay. So there's that plus. They're not hitting you as dead on as well. Yeah. Right? So their aim is a lot less. And pl- and then you have the fact that you're, you're possibly just playing with children. Well, I, um, I, I streamed it and was having a miserable time in that, um, like, it's just so bad. And everyone's like, dude, just play it on PS4. Max is playing it on PS4 right now. <laughs> and I, I kind of have to admit, I am a little embarrassed how much that particular part made it okay in my in mind. your brain when i went and downloaded it and started up my first match and was like do you want to invite your friend maximilian dude to play with it i'm like no no, no i'm not going to send him an invite he's streaming it right now yeah but like the point yeah of like he's that there. adds legitimacy to that version in my mind so there i had that moment right and then i remember because like uh, min plays overwatch on on console for example yeah right? and uh, i was like okay so you can play here with people on controllers, and this is controller land, and you can actually be effective because everyone else is kind of like you. Yeah. Um, and oh, there's. Let and me then, grab something for you. You know what's really wild about the PS4 version of Fortnite? Mm. You plug a massive fucking keyboard into it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure. Fuck. I'm sure. Um, it's officially supported. It's not. It's not like a Chronos Max like hack thing. You just plug it right in. So, so, uh, knowing that then I was like, okay, so this is what it is. Play, load into like my first or second game and two people just fucking disconnect. Yep. And I'm, and I'm solo. So I'm then playing a game solo. Yep. Did surprisingly better than I, I thought I would. Same exact thing happened to me. I got like number f- four. I got fourth. And I'm just like solo by myself. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then, and but then still went into another game. Someone fucking dropped. Uh, loaded up another game. Dudes were yelling in Spanish, I, and I was like, "Like, let me turn on that voice translator yeah. uh, thing where it turns it into text, please." And does that um, turn their voices off? It turns their voices off, and it turns what they say into chat. That's okay. So let's incredible. I would like to switch gears here to talk about. Sure. Like, we'll, we'll get back to the gameplay. Fuck this game's gameplay. Who cares? That's not what's amazing. This game has the most impressive interface of any game I've ever seen. It is unbelievable how every single part of the interface is perfect. I As opposed e- to Anthem. I did not I did not even know that that's what it actually did. I assumed it would also have it voice and then... Tra- no, okay. I don't want to hear a fucking human no, being. No, it turns them ever. off. It turns them off. Right? I don't want to hear the ruffling of your your chair or whatever is happening in the right? background of your house. I, I'm past that point in my life. Yep. Right? I never want to hear another human being unless it's somebody in my Discord. Right? So, they must realize that that is a really common sentiment. Because this game's ping system means you don't ever have to hear another human being ever again. Everything that you would ever need to do in this game is adequately and quickly resolved by that ping system. Yep. Hey, dude, did you know 
that you can go into your inventory and then cursor over the ammunition type for the gun you're using and, and say, go, hey, I need ammo. I need heavy ammo. Yeah. If you see any heavy ammo, please ping it. You can not, not only can you say I need heavy ammo, you can say I need a heavy ammo extended clip. Yeah. Do you have any? You and, then, can, and usually a teammate will just throw it on the floor. You pick it up. And when you pick it up, the game goes hit down on the D-pad to thank them. And your character will go, hey, thanks, man, in their, their yep. unique. Li- yep. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Like, the thing that Overwatch doesn't have. The thing that no one in no other game has anything like But could have absolutely crushed if it did. Yeah. To just, hey, let's go over here. I agree. Uh, I'm looting over here. Okay. Yeah, no problem. I found this. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Enemy spotted. Enemy spotted. Where? Right there. Like- right there. So the one that gets me, and it, it is a, it is a, te- it's so weird because it's so obvious now. But it is a line of dialogue that I would never have, a type that I would never even thought to include, which is someone has been here. Oh, yeah. Is the most useful thing you could ever say. But that is based on a character's ability. No, it's not. You find an open door, you could similarly just ping the area and just tell some people have been here. What if you ping the door being open? No, you, you it's it's hold the button down and uh, upper left. Is, oh, is the general. So, general. Is yes. Okay. 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 Because the, there's, there's there's also the ability and there's to, also the, the specific tracking, tracking, one. tracking yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So there's that. Um, one thing that's here to stay is the Overwatch uh, hero system. The, hero, the Overwatch hero system and the Overwatch like and like the occasional alt. Yeah. You know, is here like that's it. Between Anthem and this and fucking everything else that's doing it this way, where you get three things. Uh, this being broken up into passive, active, and alt is is even simpler. I actually really like the passive part of it a lot. Yeah, it 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 it, it takes one learning step away for most people. Mm. You know, like in in a lot of cases, it's like, no, don't worry about this one. Just know that the character I can actually, do it. I I just like all of their passives. I think their passives are all really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, right now, I don't know. Like, I've I've asked some of the guys I play with if like, hey, do you feel like comps are a thing yet? And like they've said no, um, I don't know if if other people are finding differently with that. Where it's like, hey, this team plus this this team with these two characters together works really well, or maybe this kind of strategy. But um, so here's the thing. So like I said, I I, I was on PS4 and I noticed that that's where I was being effective, right? I could have simply accepted that. Now I can play with other people, and that's the way it goes. Yeah. Um, but I decided to go back. To the PC then. Yeah. Where my friends were. And um, Skull got on and then and, and the rest and the of the crew. people and the crew were. Uh, and then they also explained the fact that like, you know, like at the highest level, uh, controller versus keyboard, you just don't stand a chance. But there are people on controllers that are way better than everyone you know on a keyboard. Yeah. That are doing Absolutely. it. And the proficiency for both is quite high. So like, like sticks arcade mm-hmm. sticks and light controllers, there is a high level of proficiency you can attain with a controller. Mm-hmm. So don't feel that bad about it, right? Mm-hmm. If you wanted to, you could actually just learn to use that and make it work. And I was yeah. like, okay, let me do this. Um, so I continued and I was like, all right, I, it got a little bit better, but not much. And then I made a switch to Gibraltar. Gibraltar, yeah. And oh, now Gibraltar. Gibraltar, think, yeah. the, Gibraltar, excuse me. That's how it's pronounced. Apparently. The rock of yeah. Gibraltar. Yeah. And now I'm playing the game. Oh, yeah. Now I'm actively getting kills in our matches. I'm actively... You like that gun shield, huh? I'm shielding. I'm calling in the the strikes. 
I'm put I'm throwing down I'm playing uh modified Reinhardt yeah for my team but that shield is not the same because it's it's not a one-way shield it's two-way yeah so you have to be smart about that but basically also he does a partial haka yeah you're right and I'm not sure if he's uh like he's Polynesian but I'm not sure like what specific uh, uh type of Polynesian but either way like well he he w- w- in his like animated kill he pulls out like an obsidian like it, mace it's it's the like it, it is it is a proper I'm not familiar with it's, it but yeah it's it's um I, I forget the name it's of clearly it, it's clearly like an islander weapon yes it's it's a Maori type of like like sword thing that you use you use as well and it's a, you can do like haka with it as well um but yeah, so that I mean, style wise, he used the, the character besides the robot that I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah, but in addition to just that, his kit, I was like, oh, I can actually help my team now. So I'm not an anchor anymore. I'm actually, you know, and like I'm, I'm having a human some, being. Yeah, and I'm having some proud kills. Like last night, uh, we were ziplining, and I tossed a fire grenade down while mid zipline right on top of a dude, and the line was lot was. It fell in such a way where he ran through the line and oh. died, and I fucking I'm like, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting them in there. So I'm feeling like a lot better now because I guess like Pathfinder was just not the character for me, you know. Yeah. And, I, and the grappling feels really good, and I fucking love the abilities with it. And you can even hit, you can grapple people. I I think that Pathfinder's passive is the most interesting thing in the game by far. But I was going to get to that, right? Yeah. So Pathfinder's passive being scout out that survey beacon and see where the, the ring is closing even one layer deeper yeah, is, is amazing. Like, oh, spe- so a lot of people are saying it's not that good. It gets better the longer you're in the game. The smaller that circle gets, because eventually the circle is going to like close in around a building mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. If you can be inside, inside that fucking that building, building yeah. holy shit. So a lot of the early game was me, because I can't shoot and help anybody, I'm just relying on getting that survey. Because I can do that. I can gra- grapple up to a survey beacon and show you guys the map. Yeah. I'm helping, right? And it was like, yeah, sort of. You In the know. early game, it's just really not that useful. But but like anyway, like right now, I'm like, no, being assist- assisting in a firefight, getting kills, downing people... I, I'm, I, that's much, I'm a much more, uh, that's a much better use of my thing. And plus, now there's a thing where I'm like, okay, as this dude, as, uh, Gibraltar, like, feed me your alt amplifiers. Mm-hmm. Let me get that airstrike as quick as possible so that as soon as we engage, we have one ready to go. Yeah. You know, um, and tactically, he, like, throwing things down when people need the to heal. The alts are actually way more powerful than I was expecting. Mm. They're really strong. They're really, really good. His lasts a while. Uh, Bangalore's, Bangalore's is very similar. I, Bangalore's is is interesting in the sense that it's like it's not as good because they don't explode right away, but they spread out more. They also hurt your team. So oh, they yeah okay yeah. So and and it takes a while for her to get it compared. To well, others, the the, the the um what's it called um uh Gibraltar's is. You're all gonna get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Right now. You're yeah. gonna fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bangalore's is you will move. You will move from where you are. You will not stay here. Right, right. I know you're there and you are going to move. Right. Um it, it's interesting in how similar they it's are. It's essentially a push. But both of them are completely worthless indoors. Well, yeah. You know? So they're s- circumstantial to that degree. Well, luckily, as well. 95% of the game takes place out of buildings. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it's I I, uh, I was given a, a decent piece of advice, which is if you have, if you have a lifeline on your team, give her the alt accelerant mm-hmm. because yes. high powered defensive items for the whole team yes. is way more useful than anybody else's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that that oh thing. everyone's got purple shields now. Okay, we're now two hundred percent stronger. Yeah, the the that's that's one as well. That like feed the girl, feed yeah. her, feed her. Whereas, like, say, uh, Bloodhounds is like it's really, really good, but you can you can hold on to that until a firefight starts. It's not going to be a problem. Caustic on the team is pretty handy. In a lot have of not ways. played with a caustic on my team yet. Played with a lot of caustics. Those grenades, those gas things are are pretty fantastic uh, and handy. So yeah, all this to say, then oh, that the game is very good. The game is it's very really fun. good. I'm very big enjoying it. The game is very fun. I'm enjoying a a battle royale. And, um, I'm ultimately, like, I, and I, and I feel good knowing that Titanfall exists as well, you know? It's about, it is a battle royale modeled after the type of shooter that is my favorite to play. So, um, this is a net win. And, boy, um, I feel like, like, one thing, one thing, too, uh, with, with uh, like, the way I was reacting last week as well is that it's like, dude, you're overreacting. And it's like, well, you have to understand that what I'm reacting to is the knowledge that my franchise is dead and that it's over. Yes. Right? So that's it, – it's a very different thing to now come back and go, oh, that was an overreaction. It's like, well, because it undied. Yeah. Right? So, like, the game existing and, and not having the stuff that I wanted it to have – Ultimately, I was still like, I, like I said, from the, you can go back and find like the first moment where I'm like, okay, well, uh, it's weird it doesn't have it, but that's al- it's allowed to be its own thing. That's okay, but Titanfall three is what I really, really care about, you know. Mm-hmm. So, all that to say that, um, yeah, man, uh, this is this is something that I'm like currently at, you know, like feeling the the, the moment, and I want to say that like the the things there were a couple steps that warmed me up. Uh, even when I kind of was like not – when I had no knowledge of the genre and when I wasn't really – when I was still feeling like, ugh, you know, like down mm-hmm, about it, mm-hmm. this, the things that kind of cracked me open, right? The first thing was the music. Yeah, it's very good. The music is incredible. And the second thing was the swelling music as you drop in as a team. It's very dramatic. I I really really enjoyed that immediately. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, I'm not going to pretend like that no, that is rad." And the like dropping in in these games is always a big mechanic and whatnot. Dropping in as a team while the theme has it lasts just long enough so that yeah. by the time you land on foot, it's played out to the to the it's crescendoed and then dropped out. I'm like, "Yeah, it makes the start of every game feel really really dramatic and i really enjoyed that um and then of course you know you don't really hear anything else until the fucking game's over yeah you know but like you said the ability to ping things makes it not not only is it is it handy so that you don't have to deal with talking to humans yeah but it's also handy because i need cursors on my map for awareness yeah I need things on so, my... Jimmy saying, hey, there's a guy down by the thing. It's like, okay, where is that? Where? Right. Where, though? In other... So, like, when we play other games and stuff like that, it's, it'd be like, I, if I'm not as familiar with this map, or I'm just... Again, I just don't have that strong level of awareness. They'll be like, under, under the bank, uh, under the bank, next to the bridge, next to the bridge. He's, he's running. He's running. He's running. Like, what? Throw where? Nade, where is that? Throw an on top of the... Uh, throw, ah, he's gone. And I'd be like, ah, you know. I but, literally don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. Like, 
And it's like, and it's like now it's basically like throw it at the thing I just pinged. You know, fucking and, there. It's fucking and right the, there. Exactly. And you can you have the option in the settings to make it 3D or 2D. Yep. So you can you know what I mean? Like there's all kinds of like extra clarity options for for knowing there, where there you're are pinging. Two things. Wait, one, two, three things mm-hmm. about that game in terms of little. Well, not so little, but little gameplay things. So it's like this is an amalgamation of every good idea I can think of, as well as some new ones. So number one is that when you drop into an area, the area is discreet <coughs> to the point of it will be named and will even tell you what rarity of loot will fucking spawn there. Shout outs to Skulltown. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's really good. Because in PUBG, for example, you, sp- you you fly into the military base. It's very dangerous. It's very likely to be a lot of players. But. Military base has a lot of good stuff, right? right? That's stuff that will take a long time to learn. Drop into the airfield at the fucking north end of the map in in uh, Apex. Purple, high-tier loot in the airfield. Like, yeah. okay, great. Thank you. Fuck it. Let's land on the airship. You done that yet? Yeah. It's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal. Land on the airship. Melee. Just immediately start. Yeah. That, that's where I got my first kill. Okay. Um, Because I kicked somebody the fuck off. Exactly. Right? Pro tip. Pro tip. Uh, Don't go for the guns. Just start hitting people immediately. Different melee puts you in different posi- puts them in different positions. Mm-hmm. So the damage is the same, but when you slide, you do like an uppercut. When you jump, you do a jump kick. When yep. you stand, you do a punch. Each thing knocks you in- differently. I think the melee system in that game is the best of any battle royale because all the battle royales have melee shit shows when nobody has a gun and you land right next to each other. Yeah. And it is it is terrible it is the worst ever right and here all melees have a visible long wind up do a bunch of damage and knock back yeah uh i so the thing is is the melees are nowhere near what they were in titanfall of course not right they can't be. and they can't be they can't be for what the game is uh because you're gonna be in melee you're gonna be meleeing in many more situations than you originally were in that in there but um the fact that like it, it it exists in that way where you can kick people off the thing is fucking sick. That's cool. And again, I like the fact that you have uh, the 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 like again the ability to like grapple them with with mm-hmm. uh, like, uh, robot. The executions are interesting because it's a big style and finish that will probably get you killed. I really hope that was the last man in the team that you're doing. You better confirm do. that it was because otherwise, what are you doing? Cause, but no, but if it was the last man in the team, then the whole squad goes down anyway. You know. So when you when all three when you, if you're crawling around and the last team member dies, you all die. Mm-hmm. Your squad's eliminated. So the execution is only performed when at least one person is living, mm-hmm. and you're li- and your the execution animation you're the, vulnerable. They're very long. Also, they're very long. You're very very vulnerable. There, there's no I. There's no it's like all for style. Yeah. You know, and they're big, and points, you get they're, and they're points. fancy, and yes, you stop them from being able to get revived by their buddy. But it's like, fuck, you're just gonna stand there and possibly get shot by the guy that's coming to revive them. You know, so so I actually want to mention the revive system. That was one of the things. This game's revive system is fascinating. Two layers it is is listen. You're downed, and then you get killed. First of all, getting down in this game, you are more powerful than in any other game I have ever played when you are downed. Yeah. Because you have a dedicated shield pickup that will protect you significantly from being murdered. 
very weird, but cool. I get it. Mm-hmm. You have something to do. Mm-hmm. So they can pick you up. They fail to do so within 90 seconds. Okay, you're dead. You're now a crate. Okay, wait a second. Coffin. They can run up and pick up your card off the crate. And then they can bring you to these big-ass, vulnerable, glowing terminals. With items around them. That will actually airdrop the team back in. But it takes a while, and you can see the thing come in. Naked. I got to do that once. I got that achievement on, on play of, like, it's called Team Player. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, you managed to survive, and both your teammates are fucking dead, and yeah. you brought them right the fuck back oh, into yeah. the game. That is great. Yeah, no. Uh, so my boy Tui, really awesome sniper that I play with. He is a he's a skill. His main skill is sniping, but his second ability is picking up the tags and ninjaing the fuck out of a hot zone. Right? Because escaping a hot zone is a very hard thing to do. Yeah. Um, especially when. You're one and they're three. Yeah. But, like, he's very good at doing that. So we've had multiple games. We've had games where we've come back twice, <laughs> you know. Uh, but that's a really cool thing where it's like, yeah, you got the Gears of War pickup and then you've got the actual respawn. And which I don't know if any other Battle no, Ra- VR games ever. No, no eh? You can't respawn. Yeah, that's Period. it. You're out and that's the end of the and game. And how appropriate by respawn. Right. Um, and the, the other thing, and it goes into right what you were saying at the end of how hard it is to get out of a hot zone. The way the levels have been designed, and I mentioned earlier that the the zones or whatever are discrete. Yeah, they're they're essentially big maps that have been stapled together. But, Some of which are previous Titanfall areas. Yeah, but here's what's really important. What's really important is that all of these big map areas are at the lowest point in the game's vertical space, and all of the connecting points are at medium to high points in the game's vertical space. So, what does this mean? It means that escaping the area in a gunfight is extraordinarily difficult because you're going because you're up. running up a hill yeah, with your yeah. back to people they visible from everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what it means is that once you get to that that transfer point as you climb up the hill and get to the tunnel or the bridge or you whatever, have the high ground. You have the high ground and getting deep into that thing is trivial because you slide at like three hundred percent or fucking whatever speed down into the thing. Yeah. So transferring into levels has its own mechanics to engaging it. engaging is very easy also it 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 uh it comes into play when you're running from the circle which you're going to be doing a lot of yeah which is a whole other thing you never had to do before you know so yeah man uh, it's really, a good game really good really good i'm probably very much likely going to keep playing on ps4 mainly because none of my pals that usually i would play shooters with mm-hmm. uh have any interest in this game at all okay on on the pc and so, like, I got a couple buddies who might play it on uh, on PS4. Mm-hmm. So, mm, fuck it, I'll just play it on PS4. I'm probably gonna play that game solo forever. Yeah, like a, realistically. No, there's enough. There's enough going on in, in there that I'm definitely. I'm in. Um, I I still crave my movement, but uh, I I'm just gonna sit and wait for the Titans to come back. And uh, in the meantime, I'll enjoy Apex. Do you think there's any possibility at all? That there will a character, a character will eventually arrive. That their alt is a titan, or is that just way too much? I think it's too. I, I the fact, like, if to, I, I think that would cement Titanfall being dead. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's such a mechanic, and if this is a you're walking around on the map in a titan. Like, you know what I can see happening, and I think we talked about this before, is that there can be some kind of event where instead of a supply cache dropping on the map. Yeah. A Titan drops on the map. Right. And 
just fuck it. Say all three characters need to get in to pilot it. Right? Or some shit. You know it takes place in the same world, right? I do know that. At the end of that intro, the guy looking at you is fucking Blisk. Yeah, I know. But at the, at, at the same time, like it, it, even if not, it's really obvious it takes place in the same world because characters are being designed around former Titanfall 2 multiplayer abilities. Also, look at that monster in the water over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mirage is the most fascinating character in the game to me because he is literally a single Titanfall 2 item turned into a character. Right, right. He's that grenade that would cause a, a dude to run forward yeah. as, as an entire kit. Or your grappling hook robot is now... Is now the whole the, kit. The grappling hook robot, yeah, exactly. Except, and, and there's like parody there's one of his things where he's parodying bastion where like a bird a crow comes to land on him and then it starts pecking the shit out of him he's like ah anyway um so yeah that's that's gonna be continued that's gonna continue to I exist i think bloodhound's tracking ability is like my favorite ability i haven't I've used ever him i've ever seen in a game i should probably yeah i should probably pick him just to it is see it is like. oh to see what it looks like yeah it's fascinating so you'll be running and if anyone's passed through an area like up to i want to say like a minute prior You'll see a, a icon and a track on the ground, and the track will be blood or footprints or jump or scrambled over or whatever. Cool. And it has a it, it has a, a a border around it that is ticking down to let you know how long is the how old is this? Right, right. And it will point Monster and, Hunter. And they will point in a direction, and you'll be able to go, a guy vaulted over here and he was bleeding, and he went that way. Monster Hunter. That yeah. is so <laughs> powerful. Yeah. To, as as a as a Area of map awareness. Also, wall hack, but not an amazing one. His, his it's okay. It's a short range wall hack. It's uh, there's a there's I this uh, this feels iffy because there's the points. So boop. Okay, no, there are people here. I should fucking smart up. But like the range you have to use it in is one where your footsteps are quite clear, and, and you're, also you're, the the enemy sees it. You're about to engage. They can see you doing the move. Oh. Like it, it, it the 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 beam or whatever. Go, like it's visible. It comes through the wall. Yeah. And, oh, okay. Okay. So, I didn't know that. Like, but and your team can also see any pings that it does. Okay. Um, but his alt is really wild. Have you seen what it looks like? Mm, I, I don't really... Bloodhound gains twice movement speed. Mm. And the world goes black and white, except for enemies that show up in bright red at any distance. Oh, wow. So okay, okay. it is particularly strong with snipers. Because it's like, okay, I can see the whole map. Boo. Oh, he's there. Bam. No one escapes my sights. Something like that, yeah. Okay. Uh... Yeah, I've uh, now that I'm back on PC doing well and playing with uh, my friends, that's the most enjoyable for me. It's a very good game. Because I get to keep my pride in check (laughs) and I get to use the control style I like. I switched my um, aiming curve to steady, by the way. Oh, yeah? I did. Uh, I went through the... I I mean, I, I remember this in Titanfall as well. It's the same curves. And um, if for any reason you feel like you might want to practice and try that out try them go into the training range and try them out mm-hmm. but aim curve steady um if you see a fucking mozambique you run you leave that shit alone it's wild how every gun in the game is pretty good to good except for that one uh, there's a there's there's there, no there's a there's a list there's a basic gun tier oh list. i know there's a list yeah but but, but the, there's there's the list yeah and then over here yeah, yeah in the yeah. gutter 
is Mozambique. So, like, like we were playing a game when I was just like, oh, God, I saw, like, two of them. And I'm just like, enemy sighted. Enemy sighted. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck this thing. And, so, and, and it's so common. You run into it all the time. And it's the worst fucking shotgun in the planet. Anyway, uh, fuck that gun. But the, um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's Apex. I, I foresee a lot of that, that, that roster screen is so Going empty. To, yes, it, it, yes. It, it will continue very much. Um, there is an easy Overwatch sized cast. Possibility. Yeah, there you could get a lot. Um, Play it to earn bucks. And the last thing that I want to say about Apex Legends is that, boy, is it had been, it's been successful. Yeah. One million concurrent, 10 million played within a few days. Wow. What a massive success. By the way, Anthem comes out on Friday. Oh. So now we have... Oh. So we have Battlefield kills Titanfall. Oh. And now we have Respawn's new game, Apex... Kills EA's most monetarily invested. Sh- Why? Why? Who? Ki- also, I played the division. I have almost something to say. Played division two beta over the weekend. Guess what? It's really good. It ran fine. I had a lot of fun with it. That comes out in three weeks. Anthem is so fucked. Who cares? Why would you ever pay 60 bucks for Anthem instead of just playing Apex for fucking free? Like, like, yeah. And, and, like, and EA just, it's like, either way, it's like, well, from one child, from one child to another, you know, it's like, okay, well, what's the difference? It's like, our success is beating our success, you know, in a way, like, let them fight. Except it's like... They're your children. They're your own babies. Yeah, exactly. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah, it's... You know. Dude, I forgot... I Okay, I shit the you not. The hot new thing I that... I forgot Anthem existed for, until somebody yeah, mentioned it yeah, to me yesterday. Yeah, I, brought, I brought it up today, you know. But, yeah, like, exactly. And that, was, uh, that, was, that demo was, uh, like, hours ago, you know? Yeah. Um... It's quite. Uh, you 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 see the nails in the coffin, but then it's like, the nails were in there, and then they fucking got curb stomped. So you want to hear my into the fucking you want to hear like my fucking cynical opinion? Yeah, EA stock dropped recently due to whatever the usual, sure. right? And then I looked at Anthem, and they said, "That's not going to fix that." Is 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 Apex good to go? Okay. <laughs> you go. think you think that's why no news, no announcement, I think, no press. I no- think it is wild that Apex Legends came out on announcement of completely nowhere. Dude, there was not even an interview of a hint of that game. So the best thing about it, because we all really, we know the worst is the fact that. Like, you've got to jump in the shower with Fortnite to compete. Yeah. You got to get in there. You got to strip down and grease up and just get in there. Um, <laughs> you know, and that plastic p- prison shank is the only thing you're got, you've got as a weapon. You, no one's getting out alive. Um, that, that sucks. But the good thing about it is the idea that if you want a silver lining it, you can still release something with completely 
no prior hype up whatsoever and watch it do gangbusters if it's free if it's free and that 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 is the ultimate caveat oh of course because Because everyone will try a game if it's free because the group of friends in high school has to go and tell each other to download it to play together and that's it that's all i actually have to do Hey man, this game's free. It came out. You want to play it? Oh yeah, sure. I'll play. I'll play a, a couple hours of anything if it's fucking free. It's quality of life over the thing we've been doing for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So and and adds camaraderie to a solo game. Yeah. So when people are playing Fort, you know, they get together and they play against each other and play Fort. Yeah. Well, now you can play together. You know, I initially hated the squad aspect, and then as I got used to the ping system and turned humans off. Oh yeah, no, it's fine. It's fun playing as a squad as long as I can remove every human element from it. Right. Yep. Agreed. Um, so, you know, uh, timeline cr- fixed. Timeline restored. Oh, also, that game is going to get a battle pass. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm going to get it. Sure. The only question is which version? The, the one that is going to guarantee you certain things at certain points. No, I mean like PS4 or, or PC. Uh, okay. Yeah, I did see that loot box thing where there are like the loot boxes will guarantee you so the loot box this percentage type of i i did a little digging transparency and, and, and on some, the, the, the uh, contents comparison. and guarantees on certain numbers and i was like okay the rates are worse than overwatch mm-hmm. but i appreciate that they straight up fucking just say you have a 7.4 percent chance of getting a legendary Good. and one's guaranteed every 30 yeah Do, is that number terrible hell yeah it's terrible mm-hmm. but i appreciate knowing that before i ever spend any fucking money on it which i'm not i'm gonna get the battle pass today yeah Ready for China. Um, so the Battle Pass will tell you exactly which ones you're getting when, right? That's how the that way works? The, the way a Battle Pass works, it's kind of fascinating. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great idea. Oh, and yeah, there's no repeats. It's a great... That's a big difference. Yeah, no repeats. Well, Overwatch did that a little while ago. You got money, but yeah. yeah. Uh, no, you don't get repeats in Overwatch anymore. Oh, they got rid of them They completely. got rid of that, period. Okay. Okay, um, I didn't know that. But uh, the Battle Pass is a fascinating idea. Like, let's keep people playing fucking forever. And it's very simple. Uh, you play the game, and you hit experience milestones or kill milestones or whatever, and those will reward you with an item. Yay, I got a cosmetic for a bloodhound. Yay, I got a gun for a flatline. You, and you know which one. Right? And and period. And if you and if you play every single fucking day of that season, you can get every single goddamn thing. And all the craziest, rarest, best shit you still get repeats, is apparently. at the end. Anyway. Right? Is at the end. Yeah. Right? But here's the genius of the Battle Pass. I don't know if anybody else before Fortnite does this, but it's smart. Say you didn't buy the Battle Pass, mm-hmm. and, but you were playing every day. Mm-hmm. There's two progress bars. Mm-hmm. There's the one on top, which is losers, no Battle Pass. And you'll get an item here or there. But you'll also see at the bottom what that would correspond to if you did have the Battle Pass. You say, hey, man, you hit 60 levels in 60 days. So it shows it would have You would have gotten all this crazy shit. And you know what? Okay. And you know what, Wooly? you buy that battle pass right now you'll get them you'll unlock everything you would have unlocked <laughs> so everything you so your time spent is being banked and then you get the rewards upon purchase yeah increasing the incentive oh yeah ever more yeah till infinity it is it is the free to play shooter that is the hardest fucking dosage of crack yeah i have ever seen a dealer deal you know you've you've earned like 10 pounds of crack you just need to give me five bucks and I'll give you the ten pounds. In goodwill. Yeah. Up until this point. You've oh, been yeah. loyal. Yeah, you've been good about it. You, I know you've been clean for like five years, but that's five years now these worth. Are season, these are season locked, but in an, in an idealized scenario, you could straight up play Fortnite every single fucking day. 
max out every possible milestone or whatever the fuck they are, right? Gets day plus day minus one of new oh season. Oh my god! And go. You know what? I've earned all this stuff. Do I want to pay the ten bucks for the battle pass or twenty bucks for the battle pass to get all of these cosmetic items? You took the already life crippling addiction that is crack cocaine. Yeah. And you inserted FOMO into it. That's right. For a double dose of... <laughs> you want, hey, guess what? Guess what? My cosmetics! Wooly, there's another twist. Oh, boy. The final twist, and here's where it gets really wild. And this is Fortnite only, to my knowledge. But they're probably going to institute this in, uh, in uh, uh, Apex because it's smart. So Apex and Fortnite, they all use fake money dollars. V-Bucks in Fortnite. Sure. Apex coins. Yeah. You know what some of the rewards for those milestones are? Uh-huh. The currency. That the actually real, buys the real what money you, currency. That buys what you want and when you want you it. And did you know that if you do all of them, it'll kind of pay for itself? Assuming, assuming you spend that money on the next one. Get thee behind me, Satan. Yeah. Get that, that your temptation will not work today. No apple. Dude, if I buy this thing, I'll get these things for No free. tree, if no I, serpent. If I buy the battle pass, I'll spend $20. <laughs> but every week or so, I'll get $5 back and I can I can use that on, no. on a hat. Not today, serpent. Not today. It is it is so My soul is mine. It is so disgusting insidious <laughs> but at the same oh, time fuck. i legitimately cannot argue with the system that in in perfect scenarios will literally give people all this shit for a one-time cost ever you mean free money yes i mean free money oh, okay cool yeah. do you want to buy some free money yeah i do because you know if you if you play enough you really only have to do the one buy-in you know okay maybe you were a little behind and maybe there was that one thing you had but look i have free money that i earned so I can just buy the hat with the free money. So each one is like seasonal? Yeah, they're seasonal. And then you can just buy the, the next one. The seasons last like 90 days or whatever. If you earn enough of the last yeah. one. with the ne- yeah. Oh, boy. And you can see the... Mo- dude, you can Whoa. see... The- he- dude. This is the world? No, think, think... think, think. Okay, there's an extra part of this. Say you've earned during the season half of all the rewards, right? Right? You've earned... Say it's the end of the season, you've earned half of it, Right? And the season cost 20 bucks for the Battle Pass. You look at the Battle Pass rewards and realize that you'll pay $20, real dollars. But in your rewards, they'll give you $7 back in fake money. So the thing actually only costs $13. Right? Because you would have spent that money anyway. It's so insidious. It's so crazy. And at the same time... If you're a person that wants to support the, if you're going to play this game, $20 every fucking three months or whatever, guess what? That's an MMO subscription. That, like, it's, 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 it's actually cheaper than an so, MMO. Like, so we are naive for not thinking or realizing that the tech levels would improve and that the disease would, upon inoculation, double its efforts yeah and come back in a new form and so the right th- so here's the thing right every time that flu comes back around and it gathers data yeah we are now looking at 
loot box um, employees designing this incentive system with modern gacha data. Yeah, that's right. Because we didn't have Western gacha data. No. Until recently. But now we do. Because that that was only a Japan thing. Yeah. And then an, an Asia thing. And Can't then, use that data. It's different culture. And now we have doesn't... gacha in full force. So now we've got gacha fucking data to throw in. And the, and the thing is about it, though, Battle Pass is fine. You get a shit ton of stuff in those types of things. Game's free. Game's free? Game's free. It's yeah. a, They're always okay, small yeah. costs. They last for months. Yeah. And you win things by playing. Yeah. Like, the game is free, thus you're entitled to try and make your money back. You know? I understand that part of it. Like... Even the the other games where we're talking about loot, loot boxes and, and whatnot with the Overwatch and stuff, it's like these are games you purchased. You purchased the experience in any way. This one, their entire monetary system is based on yeah. you falling for that serpent. Yeah, and it's like, but <laughs> for on, on Satan's a, fucking on a realistic basis, delicious if, if be, apple. If you become the guy who's playing Apex Legends every day and you love Apex Legends, wedged between the cleavage, fifteen twenty honey, bucks every glazed. three months is fair. Right? As long as they keep adding stuff. Which, you look at that screen, they're going to keep adding fucking stuff. They're going to add a bunch of shit. <laughs> gotcha means they gotcha. Yeah. I always assumed that's what it was, but apparently it's a different <laughs> Japanese word. Oh, boy. Well, then. There's a, there's a phrase that Jim Sterling coined, which is uh, fee to pay. Which is games that you buy so that you can buy shit in them. Oh, that's uh, that's that's uh, B2P. Yeah, we no, like no, no, no. Fee to pay, not buy to play. Fee to pay. You're paying a fee, which is the price of the game. Yeah. So that you may pay things later. For pay for yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Okay, that's okay. that's Battlefront. Okay, okay, okay. Right. That's right. right. But I mean, free buy to- it now and then buy more. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But hey, don't buy it now and maybe buy more. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's what I'm gonna be interested in seeing. How quickly can or will the infrastructure get set up for this in a full-on esports capacity? Uh, to like, how full-on is this going to interrupt the current uh, so, uh, uh, tournament and like esports circuits? See, I always, teams are surely already being built. I always felt that um, uh, PUBG esports was laughable in its ideology. I thought that Fortnite esports had potential, but I think it looks like shit. Mm-hmm. This looks like a a, a big ass video game with teams. Yep. This this seems much more clearly. Oh yeah. Obvious better because fit. It's designed for, the, for it. sports. I mean, the way that loadout, the way you fucking it shows you your team and then the the high the Fuck champion. That. The way it says, "Hey, look." This these are the toughest motherfuckers on the map. Oh, you don't run into them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a champion has fallen. We've got a new kill leader. And yeah. that happens within thirty seconds of the match. You're like, oh, oh shit. Guess he wasn't that good. Some killers on this map. Yeah. Um. No, I, I'm just wondering how fast they can get this. Apparently, together. there's a, a big ass tournament for the game tomorrow. Sure. <laughs> sure. You know, I, 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 I'm wondering how EA expected performance to go probably not as well as this yes probably not nearly and thus i i wonder how much they are then um scrambling on the back to be like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck let's make this a big thing because like now we're attacking and i wonder what fortnite is doing in response i seriously doubt fortnite will ever do anything in response fortnite built it's it's fortune off of fortnite 
And I seriously well, doubt... Uh, it, you mean off of PUBG. <laughs> whatever. Uh, Fortnite is still number one for sure. And I actually don't foresee that changing. Uh, are the Twitch viewers back to normal? I don't know. Because the Twitch viewers were fully on Apex. But I, I, I fully... Apex was at 3K, 300K well, for a I, while. I personally and, find and Fortnite Apex was way more one. exciting to watch and even think but about. But like, there were three times the amount of viewers in Apex than there were on, yeah. on, on it's Fortnite for a while. It's also new on I see Apex having a comfortable second place. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it could beat Fortnite. I personally like it way, 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 way more. But it depends on... Uh, this gonna sound really gross and old manny. Yep. But it depends on what the Minecraft generation thinks. It's still ahead. Be- uh, four hundred. Sorry, for uh, right now, I just checked it. It's four hundred k right now, and Fortnite's at uh, one eighty eight. All right, I got a, I got a, I got some information here. Yeah. Uh, in March, you'll get your battle pass for Apex. Sure. Uh, you will earn cosmetics and loot boxes. Uh, each season will last three months and feature 100 levels of unlocks over a three-month period. These will not include playable characters. They won't include legends. Okay. Okay. Um, one, a one-year roadmap details what, uh, every new season... We'll have, okay, so they're doing seasons. They're doing three-month seasons, and every season will have new characters, weapons, and items. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I imagine if you simply have a favorite character and a favorite weapon and a favorite skin, th- purchasing those on their own will still be the cheapest thing you could do. Well, you can't purchase um, skin most of the game skins. Can't you just buy the, the, buy the, the normal currency and then select the thing you want to unlock? No. So the way that it works is actually somewhat complex. So you go to the store, and right now on the store uh, is a what's his name, uh, ro- robot, um, Pathfinder, Pathfinder, race car skin essentially, right? Yeah. You just buy that, yeah, right. But if you went to the skin menu in the thing, those unlock with crafting materials, yes, and crafting materials only come from your loot boxes. Oh, uh, okay, all right. And uh, by comparison, to get a um, to get a what do you call it uh, a a character? Yeah, it requires a certain amount of uh, either uh, money tokens, which is ten bucks each, mm-hmm. or it requires experience tokens. Experience tokens, which equates to twenty levels per character. Yeah, yeah. And you, or at, you can also buy um, um, quips and and and, and as flags. you as you level up, the levels come more slowly, but you get the same amount of currency every level. Right. So as you become super pro, it will actually take longer and longer to unlock those heroes. Unless the battle pass rewards some of those currencies. I am am terrified of what uh, loot boxes will become in five years time. I'm terrified of what they're going to look like in three years time. 2021 loot boxes will be terrifying. I feel like they're actually getting better than they are getting worse. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. I'm terrified because you will look at them and be like, I don't feel that bad about that. Because I look at the battle pass and I go... And it'll be like, yeah. And I can see how it has been designed for maximum insidiousness. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I go, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. 
And I mean, I mean we, I, like, we were joking with the squad earlier, just being like, oh, man, like if you spent money on this game, your profile should have a big money dollar sign attached to it so that everyone knows you spent money. And it's like... Games have already done that. Yeah. I Oh, really? Yeah. Like they put a little jewel to let oh, you know. They, you played Gears of War 3? No. Oh, okay. You played any Gears of War game? One. Okay. In Gears of War 3, if you pull out that collector's edition, you get that sick gold Lancer. Ah. Uh, Solid gold Lancer. Right, right, right. Yeah. So... Look but, at me, but but in this game you want to ma- like most people want to mask the fact that you're spending money and make it look like you got it out of experience. Well, you can already tell who the fuck spent money in this game right, if you, you look at the that, levels and it you doesn't see that add up. fucking mirage. He's got the fancy animated fucking banner, yeah, yeah and yeah, all yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's terrifying to think about because it's going. The fact that it's going to get better is what's scary. Yeah. You know. I uh, very much. The, the the turnaround from last week's podcast to this podcast might be the, the biggest. fastest turnaround we have ever done. Well, that's because the story moved that fast. Yeah. The game came into existence and the news dropped. And also, the game is now actually the hottest game that exists right now. And then the other game, the old thing that was old and busted. Also, kind of. Was flushed down the toilet. And then kind of crawled back up. And then they plunged it back up. And now it's a little stronger. And then it smells a little more. And you're like, well, we can, we don't need to, we can pull this out of the toilet, put it on a plate, let it stew. Yeah. It was, it was quite the There's fucking one. running mobility character for fucking sure, dude. I don't know. They're giving specific grenade the reasons items they, the re- kits. But the reasons given in that paragraph that I still hate. Oh, yeah. Is it's too, too, it's, is that it doesn't read well for the players. Yeah. Look at what fucking doing with his fucking grappling hook which uh, if they ner- it's just as bad as it ever was if they nerf that they're gonna nerf that then you they're ner- gonna nerf that then you know a wall run isn't coming they're right? gonna nerf that for sure you know it you absolutely know it at that point um they're gonna nerf that because it fucks up the balance between the versions if anything because yeah. pathfinder is now a better character way better on the pc than he is on a console well so one thing that I was thinking, I was like, how come this shield that uh, Gibraltar throws down isn't a, a one-way, like Reinhardt? Yeah. And the answer is because he would become a mandatory player, a uh, mandatory character. Oh, absolutely. With if you could shoot thing. through the shield, right? The fact that it yeah, stops... Yeah, 400k fucking viewers right now. Yeah, exactly. It's still, it's still on top in terms of viewers, you know? So, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see how that goes. I don't think the wall run... I don't know about the wall run. It might happen, but I don't think it'll happen. I think they gave their reasons that they're against that. I think we're sooner going to see a bunch of characters that have different kit types from Titanfall and then different team helping mechanics. Uh, or, like, for every couple of characters that helps out the team, you'll get one Mirage where he's just like, I'm fucking solo. My abilities help me and me alone. Yeah. It's more than twice Fortnite Spears right now. That's crazy. Hmm. You know what I like? And you know how, you know what was the, more than anything, was the me going like, oh, there's going to be a shit zillion characters added to this. Because every character has a fucking type icon. Yeah. Bloodhound's the only one with a radar. Right. Yeah. There's two supports, two shields, yeah. two guns. But you know what? At the end, I have no idea what these genres look like when they come out. I have no idea what these genres are about. I have no idea how they shape up or how they handle these types so of things. So I would actually tell so you... So my guesses have zero credibility So because this is all brand new to me. I would say that that is not a uh, unique scenario because every single one of these to come out has been unique in its rollout. Is it trying to beat Fortnite? 
Is it horribly failing at that? Is it trying its own thing? Is it PUBG? Is PUBG dying? Is PUBG a mess? PUBG's a mess. <laughs> PUBG is now in the third slot. Oh, yeah. It's now in that place that um, yeah, Cliff, yeah. Cliff Phoebe was talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, except it's in the fourth. Because Call of Duty. Oh, Blackout was better, right? Oh, much. Yeah, I forgot about that. The The bigger problem with PUBG and Blackout is the Blackout is the same type of Battle Royale that PUBG is. It's just better. Mm-hmm. Whereas Apex and, and Blackout and Fortnite all have very, very distinct types. Right? Is there a... What about the fact that... Um, what about the fact that uh, 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 Fortnite is third person? Does that make a difference to any, to any of this? The fact that it's not a first-person shooter? No. Okay. PUBG was also third person. Yeah. And uh, Black and, and Call of Duty was I would honestly... It, I, I think that the perspective for each game fits what you're actually doing in them. In, in Apex, it makes way more sense to be first person because it's more about, like, I'm running and jumping and shooting, right? Mm-hmm. In Fortnite... You're if building. Would, if Fortnite it was in first person, that would be fucking unplayable. Yeah, 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 you're building nonsense. You have to look at everything. You have to look at where yeah, you, yeah, your character fucking is. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Hmm. Hmm. Um. Let's move on. I like that game. I'm shocked. I do I too. Like that game. I'm. I'm shocked as well. I want to go play some right now. Yeah. Um, we should. We should play some on on PS4, or PC together and do a thing. Sure. What I am gonna do. And embarrass ourselves. Is, however, absolutely jump on Titanfall 2 with a community night at some point. Uh, multiple people have gotten in touch trying to spearhead that. And I just want to say it to everyone that has. Thank you for your offer. Uh, however, I'll let, I'll let the world know when I get the time and when I have the ability to do that on a stream. Um because right now my streaming nights are, you know, they're kind of like they're Tuesdays and Saturdays. They're two days, it's Tuesdays and Saturdays. One's and, fighting games and one's everything else. Yeah, and so it, for it to take place on a Saturday, it means like, okay, well, I'd have to like not do Resident Evil or you know what I mean. Like, yeah. there's, and there's a couple of things I want to play. I want to go back to Assault Spy. I want to do a lot of things. So mm-hmm. I'll have to let you guys know. Um, but I have one last tip to give you. Especially I'm going to be doing it if your Windows, not yours, because I know you killed your Windows update. But if anybody out there is having issues with uh, Apex Legends or any other PC game recently. So remember I complained to you the other day about how Windows turned my microphone settings to shit? You know what Windows also did? Turned game mode back on. You know what fucking game mode even is? Mm-hmm. When your game is running, Windows turns off all the processor power to every other function on your PC, including uh, OBS. Uh, wow. So I was streaming Apex Legends, and every time anything happened, wow. the stream would actually die wow. and freeze Okay. until I turned that shit off. Wow. Holy shit. So go into your search bar and go game mode and turn that fucking shit off. Um, that's nuts. I'm glad that uh, when I brought it up last week, like... Many people had the same idea as me, and they thought, let's return to Titanfall 2. Yeah. I'm glad that many people shared the same thought, and I hope that th- that number stays up so that we can play some of those game modes. But, um, yep, the community match night will happen um, sure, soon. Soon. Uh, I just need to make sure I, I pick I one. I actually... Um I'm so glad that Apex is doing well because I like Respawn, and I don't want that company to die. Yeah. And we all know that EA is very willing to just murder companies on a whim. Their hands are red. So, but on the other hand, 
now it doesn't even matter if Anthem's a success. Right. <laughs> Bioware's gone. And, and well, I mean, you know. Why aren't you doing as good as Apex is? Your big brother got all the grades and he brought home the, the money. And look at his hot girlfriend out in his Cadillac. I, I, I am. He's the quarterback. Why aren't you the quarterback? I am not. I, this is a, a prediction that I have no. But it's like two years ago, he was a nerd. <laughs> I, I have no ability to, to he was verify. He slammed into a locker. I have no ability to verify what I'm about to say at all. It is just a gut feeling. But I have a strong, strong feeling that Apex has already made more money today than Anthem will have made by the end of the month. We'll find out. And that people will be drawn into meetings over that. We will find out. And that is fucking unfair. But what are you going to do? You can't fight free, man. How do you fight free? We have entered into the weird nightmare that is nothing can make as much money as something that's free. You know what the funniest (laughs) fucking... The funniest fucking part, too, is that... You know that thing where we go, oh, man, don't release in this hot zone. Are you crazy? This is a bad time to put your game out. If anyone knew what this was going to be in this time frame, they would have sprinted away from it. Tons of people pr- delayed their games to even this week or last week, specifically because it was a drier quarter. Anthem. Only, only to find, oh, wait, the, the biggest, newest, hottest shit came out with no... How could you... There are people that probably saw that game come out and go, fuck! Yeah, like, like I'm, what I'm saying, like, <laughs> Anthem would have fucking, like, Puxatani Phil... The goddamn the groundhog. Go back in. Just hit the hit the fucking deck, and you pop back out in the summer, and you go, yeah, maybe now, you know, <laughs> because February's gone. That's not she's not yours anymore. And March is gone. Fucking Sekiro and Devil May Cry Five come out in that month. They own that fucking month. Okay, but but not really though. That's fucking for weebs. <laughs> no, know? it's not. Devil May Cry Four sold like five million. Remember. And that the, was a bad game. By the end. Yeah, by the end. But by the it, end. it sold a couple million. In okay, but, and we're talking about fucking Fortnite dollars, man. Like, yeah. it's a different world. It is a different world. I suppose you're right. Um, Man. Uh, 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 fuck, I had one other thing I was going to say, but you know what? Whatever. Oh, you know what? I have one last thing to say. There's this, you know, it feels stupid that I feel prideful over this because I didn't, you know, wait, I did invent Warframe. That's true. Uh, it is nice to see one of the uh, controller presets in apex mm-hmm. called ninja yeah it's called ninja and it has l1 and r1 as jump and crouch yeah and you're like oh good good for you warframe you made it to the point where you're being introduced as a control option in other shooters wait does ninja the blue-haired big mega streamer play with games like that no it was using mouse and keyboard oh well then i i, it's I, a, I it's a warframe thing i don't know i guess i thought i guess i lost like call of duty there. had a goddamn uh control pre- i thought i thought it was a reference to ninja no, Call of Duty had a control preset for a long time called Green Thumb, in which it was the Halo controls. Okay. They they do that kind of thing. Well, you know, you, so you see a fucking style in Metal MK11 called Sonic Foxy, okay, and, well, and you, start well, to, okay, well, you start to assume things. Yeah. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, so Community Night for Titanfall coming soon. In the meantime, stand by for Titanfall. Yeah. uh and also uh before we get into the news just to let anyone know everyone know jet set radio is now live on woolly versus if you want to check out me and reggie um doing the info dumps and having a good time with uh the original game you can check out woolly versus jet set radio and 
for those going, why didn't you play Future? It's because why would you begin a journey at, at the, the destination? Yeah. You know? Uh, you need somewhere to go. Hey, Wolves, if we're going to come off our weeks, where can people find you? Uh, over on Wooly Versus on YouTube and on Twitch. And uh, that is uh yeah so the right and that's where you can find Wooly versus chat set radio happening right now uh this tuesday we're going to be playing some tekken 7 on ps4 so if you want to jump in and play some games online with us uh tekken 7 ps4 is where we're going to be at and uh yeah titanfall 2 re2 big twos lots of twos big okay, stuff and coming. if you want to see only the sickest most pro apex legends gameplay you you come down a Twitch.tv slash AngriesPat. I'm also... I dived in a Darkest Dungeon the other day. That game's great. Yeah! And, uh... How'd you do? Better than I expected. Nice. I only lost... I, I made about five trips in. only lost one person. I saw someone made some radical artwork oh, it's of amazing. you guys. It's, it's so it's cool. It's fucking amazing. I was insanely jealous. It was yeah, really, really yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> probably gonna just, uh, don't tinker around with, uh, fucking Fallout and all sorts of shit. Yeah. And then next week is the new Resident Evil stuff. So, hey, great. Um, you know, I just mentioned, I'm gonna, I'm gonna assume this is on the docket, so I'm gonna segue into it anyway. You know, I was just talking about how people got brought into a room and were asked to explain why they didn't do as good as the other thing. But there are a lot of Blizzard people. I caught that meeting recently. Uh, well, which meeting? Because there were two Blizzard meetings. Yeah. One meeting was about the Troubles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the Troubles, there were, of course, the hundreds of layoffs that we've heard. Hundreds of layoffs. About. Uh, but at the other meeting, there was the $15 million bonus for I, the CEO. It might have been twenty. Give or tens, take. Tens of millions. Give or take five million dollars. They gave to some rich man. Well, you know. To be rich. We stand on the outside, probably not knowing all the factors of how uh, these CEOs take their bonuses and why and how. And I'm sure there's a fantastic reason So when pressed. I was actually prepared for this. Uh, there are numerous articles that are written, particularly in business circles, about <laughs> the nature of... Of the CEO, executive, whatever. Enlighten me. Quote, unquote, sweetener. Enlighten me. This is what it is referred to, a sweetener. Mm-hmm. And this is, listen. I'm, I'm, I legit need, want and need to know. Listen. You got this position, chief financial, uh, exec, whatever. Everybody in the top, you know, uh, 3% of the company, right? In terms of managing, you know, uh, high up positions, right? There are these these guys walking around. They're rich. They're already wealthy, right? And they're all working for wealthy companies. So it becomes a kind of headhunting in which during these negotiations, well, the salary's not enough. I got a $20 million bonus at my last place. And then these other guys are offering me 15 million. What are you guys going to do? And that's where that comes from, right? And a lot of business folk would be like, that's just the nature of the business because you're trying to scout out the best talent for whatever. And you know what? I get that. You know what else I think would be important to add to this conversation? No one gives a fuck. No one in the earth thinks that 
it is reasonable for a fucking executive of a company to get a fucking 20 million fucking dollar. There, there's a there's a line in the wire in season five that Gus asks his fucking oh, the owners of the fucking paper. And he asks him, why are people being laid off when the company is still profitable? Period. Why are we talking about buyouts? Why are people getting cut? When the company's still profitable. And the answer is, well, we got to have Jimmy, the CEO over there. He's worth 20. If you think, if anyone thinks ever that the any head of a company or chief financial officer or whatever is worth the cost of running an entire studio for years, you are crazy. You are insane. In addition, Game Biz is rife with layoffs, and those people have to fucking move. They have to move from San Fran to Montreal to Texas to fucking Maryland, like everywhere. Calgary. It's ridiculous. Cross country, you got to do the visa shit. You got to, you know, it's absurd. So this is how you create a uh, proletariat games. This, yes, this, this, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, this is how you create. Like literally, pro- proletariat game studio, uh, uh, fucking, j- like, and we we go to the classics as literally a bourgeoisie video game CEO board meeting ha- occurs. Um, you can't, you cannot have these stories coming out side by side. It is beyond absurd. Uh, to have whose tweet was it? I want to say it was mom's. It was mom's. Let me let me pull it up. And mom even responded specifically to people going, "Ah, gotcha. Look, you have to pay these guys this money because they had blah blah blah." And it's like, no, we under everyone understands that. Everyone understands that all the big boys play with the big money. We get it. We just think it's disgusting, and that it's a total moral failing of everyone involved. Yeah. Th- that is not a gotcha. Yeah. Um, I'm scrolling to just find it, so I'm a little bit uh, burnt. But the the that's the thing is like like there's the part of the story where you go, oh damn, some bum layoffs are happening, and we've gotten so used to that. I mean, uh, frankly, I've I've survived so many of them myself that uh, yeah, there's a, you almost like you stop batting an eyelid almost, you know. Because you're just like, oh yeah, circumstances have changed, and this quarter didn't do as well as we thought, and da 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 da, and so on. And usually they'll break it down. Um, damn, I cannot find it for the life of me. Yeah, well, it's it's out there. You can find it. But but the, um, but it's the combination of this with the CEO fucking bonuses where everyone loses their minds and this is where security has to step in and escort you and with the like, box because motherfuckers might start swinging and you know what i'm sure part of this story is like listen guys like as a defense of it that deal with the guys bonus was made like four years ago they just happened to coincide and it's like it it's not like the timing makes it look extra bad but that doesn't make that idea any less disgusting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right like you might think it does but it doesn't the person managing the books cannot possibly be worth more than the people making every single part of the thing that make the money. 
That's ridiculous. And for an industry that is so terrified of unionization, boy, they're really pushing it, aren't they? They're really pushing the line of what people in that business are probably willing to take. Willing to take. There's only yeah. so many people that can be laid off so many times for bullshit. And then move to another company. Before a union happens. Owned by another larger company. Right. Before the same thing occurs once again. Yes. So Activision gives $15 million sweetener to new CFO Dennis Durkin. Uh, how many days apart? Uh, we're looking at January 4th. Yeah. Uh, and then February 8th, mass, li- mass layoffs. So 35 days apart? Yep. Um, of course, the sweetener comes first. Well, yeah. <laughs> so the sweet, so the sweetener, like here, let's, let's play armchair CEO, ironically enough. Uh, it's been a minute. Sweetener comes in. Yep. Okay. That's $15 million out of gross profit, obviously. Mm-hmm. Everyone, net. out of net, really. Everyone in January must have been like, boy, we're doing great. Well, we told the shareholders that they were going to get, um, X amount of dividends. We gave the guy 15 million. That's gone now, right? Mm hmm. Well, we can't give them anything less than a hundred billion dollar whatever. Ah, gotta lay these, gotta lay these people off. And also, let you know what? Let's take a different look at this. Let's completely ignore the moral or outrageous component. Let's ignore the human component. Let's just look at this for profit. This is really short sighted. This is really short-sighted. Has any company ever in the history of game biz had like half its staff laid off and gone on to make more money? <laughs> uh, after years, but not. But it takes in the time, short term, right? So, and uh, often, particularly with Activision and EA, they turn into shells of their former selves, no longer retain their original value when the company was purchased or merged, and then they get killed. And then they find a new company to eat. So the details are that um, after Destiny 2 Forsaken underperformed... Um, hey, why did it underperform? Is it because of publisher involvement to try and juice the numbers? Yes! <laughs> I'm hearing that Apex had a little bit of that and that they fought it off or something like that. There was Respawn, someone there was an article somewhere or someone th- talked about that. From the interviews that I've read with Vince Sampella, it appears to be the kind of place that if EA tried to do too much, like half the company would just walk. Mm-hmm. Um in particular, there's an old interview that i went and tracked down I mean, these are all people that have been through the shit already yeah uh, there's an old interview <laughs> that i went and tracked down uh that skill up was talking about uh he's a great australian youtuber you should check him out he's fantastic um in which there's the interview after titanfall 2 came out and bombed right and somebody asked uh vince who's the head of respawn and one of the creators of modern warfare um hey what does this mean for the future of Titanfall, right? And he said, essentially, well, I'm not really sure. We'll have to see. Mm-hmm. Now, there was an EAPR person in the room who was assigned to Vince <laughs> to talk over him and said, what we at EA are saying is that we're very committed to the Titanfall franchise. Mm-hmm. And then the next words that come out of Vince's mouth is, yeah, whatever the fuck that means. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. So that's the kind of people running Respawn. Right, okay. So I feel like that's the kind of place that's like, there's actually only so much 
involvement that can happen. He walked on before Vince just lets it rip and leaves. He walked on Activision before he'll do it again. Yeah. Um. So that's that's uh uh what's going on with with uh the Blizzard. I'm just thinking like, okay, Vince talks some shit. You put the PR man in the room with him. Oh no, that was actually a massive mistake. And the other thing too is, uh, yeah, this was uh, there was two other stories that I remember floating around. There was that uh, they were floating on the docket. We didn't actually get to them. Um, there's the there's the the Bungie taking over uh, publishing duties. Yep, uh, themselves mm-hmm. happened, and then there was the fact that the cyber pro- Cyberpunk 2077's creative director left CD Projekt for Blizzard. Yep. Uh, right like last week or the week before this yeah around that time frame so i remember this popping up but um yeah that's all that sucks man that sucks massive layoffs like that is fucking just you know what's the the most depressing thing i don't know if you saw the tweet wolves that i made a few days ago but i was just sitting around reminiscing and i was like one of the first emails we ever got on this podcast back episode four or five in the you know the old version of the podcast yep was somebody who uh, wanted to know about companies that we always stood by mm-hmm. because they were always sure to deliver quality. Mm-hmm. The BBB? The, the three Bs. Bs. The three Bs. Bioware, Bethesda, and Blizzard. Yeah. And we all howled in laughter then, and that was in 2013. Right. That was six, six years, years ago. ago. And that has only gotten... That got funnier and funnier and funnier, and now it is no longer funny. Now it is fucking sad, especially right now, in February of 2019, that idea has never been more depressing. All three of those companies are now trash. But not yet dead. Not not technically dead. Not yet dead. Half of Blizzard's dead now. No doctor has put the cloth over it and called it yet. Um... So, yes. Uh, of course... Apparently, that was podcast episode 33, so that would have been early 2014, I assume. Uh, but so, fucking wow. I'm not sure why this one happened to hit people during the middle of the podcast, because the chat was blowing up with it, but I had this in It's here. old. It's the it's the vault thing, right? This was in here from fucking last week. Yeah, it's old. Yeah. So, the whole thing where reset the clock... Uh, a player unintentionally teleported into the restricted vault. Yeah. That happened days ago, guys. Yeah, that was quite a while ago. And then terrified at the fact that Bethesda bans people who goes into restricted areas, going, "No, no, no, don't ban me! I this is a legitimate accident. Help!" And it help turns me get out, out that the event that they had has everyone temporarily spawn into the vault and then to the location where the yeah. uh, whatever like rat infestation or something. Or whatever. Yeah. So. Um, it doesn't, I don't know if the, per, the player that got stuck in the vault went and then took a bunch of shit, but... I don't think there was anything to take. Isn't it, isn't it the fact that it's a no, vault? No, when he got there, I don't think there was anything to take. Okay, okay. I think he actually just fucking straight up walked through a goddamn wall and, so and just ended up there. the games, so the, the fact that the, the, yeah, so the vault with all the bullshit prior is, again, on the map, it's a locked vault, you need a key card to get in. Adds. By the way, the game has no key cards of that kind. All the vaults in the game up until now have been inaccessible, which is outrageous for a Fallout game. Okay. And yeah, it's uh, the literal, literal yeah, bug where a guy got in there. Um, don't know if he, there's anything else besides that on the story right now. but uh, There's also uh, Germany 
given another middle finger to Fallout 76. Apparently, it's being bundled with hard drives. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> like, get it out of here. But, like, no word on this player actually getting banned or no. anything, right? It's just So, this, this is a, a minor clock reset. We reset it a couple minutes. This is not a full reset. But we did mention it. So... Um, we'll wait until next week. Maybe there'll be a big reset. We can, if we, we can sort of back over to our, uh, to our, our boys at Activision. Oh, there's, because. A lot of shitty news this week, actually, now that I think of it. Well, the more you have, the more, how many times are you going to be naming a AAA publisher? Because chances are, if you're talking about a AAA publisher, it's probably going to, you know what I mean? Like, we talk about dev studios in a positive light, and we talk about publishers in a negative light with vast a majority huge of the time. Huge bias. Yeah. Huge There's bias. There's a couple really good publishers out there. Devolver. Devolver. Sony, occasionally. Not they're not great, but they've done they they treat their first party studios pretty well. Nintendo. Nintendo. Nintendo they publish games. Um Capcom's a publisher that they we will like. They publish when some day will. Yeah, they 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 make mistakes. Square no, no, not Square Enix. Um, Hold on, let's count that. Nintendo, Devolver, Sony, Capcom. Sometimes that, that's four, yeah. right? That's uh, Bandai Namco does some cool stuff. They're weird. They do some cool Jump stuff Force sometimes. Looks fucking so bad. Uh, their fighting games are great. Yeah, they publish some great fighting games. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Atlas. No, Sega. Sega. Sega's good. Now. They're At, good. I At, can tell you. Sega is the publisher. Alice yeah. is the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's six. All That's, right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much everybody else is Liquid Evil. Liquid because it shifts in states. Yeah. Also, Liquid Evil's worse than Solid Evil, in my mind. Hmm. It's grosser. Hmm. Well... All right. How about that? So what's Activision doing? Activision is uh uh shutting down Guitar Hero TV. I yeah. Guitar Hero Live. Oh my god. Did you hear? No. Guitar no, 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 no. On the way here, I saw fucking Guitar Hero Live boxes. In the trash waiting to be picked up. Wow. And I remember looking at it and going, what's Guitar Hero Live? Um, so people must have tossed them with this news. Yeah, well, I I mean, I don't know if it... it so what, you saw them literally I like saw today? Li- I literally got out of my house, walked... Uh, well, I went and got lunch, and then uh, walking towards the metro... I looked down, and in a trash pile, there was an empty Guitar Hero Live box on top of the trash. Well, And I looked at it and go, I don't know what that is. I've never heard of Guitar Hero Live. It's the reboot of Guitar Hero, as far as I know. And it's the basically like the thing that was, uh, let's go back to Guitar Hero a couple years ago. Well, sure. Do you remember? No. Okay, well... Um, it had Guitar Hero TV as a feature on it, and the whole point was whatever they. It was basically Activision revisiting Guitar Hero, going people are ready for, uh, people are ready for plastic instruments again. And you know what? I remember saying that I'm like, yeah, I could go for another round of that. I missed that a little bit. I'm a little nostalgic for it at this point. 
2015. So they they had a, a bunch they had a bunch of songs obviously up on a shop for sale. Yeah. And everyone bought their library of songs again. Yeah. Uh and so they've been uh and and so basically they they with the shutting down of the game even though it was live and things things were being updated uh up to a couple years ago uh any basically they're like with the shutting down of the program and people still having their song libraries and their purchases they have to offer uh money back to people who purchased the game between 2017 and January 1st, 2019. All right. For anyone who bought uh, songs in the library uh-huh. up to that point in time. So uh, basically, it's one of those things where if you you got if you bought these songs and then uh, a, uh, two or three years later, the thing shuts down and then you're not allowed to use the things you purchased anymore. Uh, that sucks. I imagine the process for actually getting these refunds is and, labyrinthine. And so uh, a lawsuit was involved, of course. Oh, of course. And uh, so right now the refunds are only available to people in the States who can prove they bought it between 2017 Fuck and 2019. Off. But ultimately is basically um, games as a service coming back to bite you in the ass because you shut down before an acceptable period of time for people that made a purchase. Well, also, games as a service with licensed music also seems like double disastrous. Definitely awful, right? And the idea, of course, that... um, I mean, look, I I, I know that for a while they had these things in place where it's like, if you bought these other songs way back on the old versions, you can go through some insane process. Yeah, it was quite... I don't know how it works. To license them again on your new things to re-download them. It sounded like absolute chaos. But, um, yes, what you're looking at here is another version of, like, you paid for a time frame with this content. And uh, a bunch of people decided that's horseshit. Because it is. And now they're forcing people. and And now they're forcing these refunds. So... Uh, gas. Gas wins again. Fantastic. Uh, anyway, that's, you know, that's what it be. That's fun. It's nice to know at the very least that, like, um, it seems like legally uh, judges are willing to look at that situation and go, like, that's stupid. That's fucking horse shit. Don't uh, do that. Give back the money. Now, that won't stop them from doing the exact same thing again, because the amount of people that would follow this lawsuit and then actually file the refund is minuscule compared to the amount of money they made. But hey, Mm. it's something. Speaking of the digital era, Digital Foundry Mm. uh, has heavy, heavy, heavy rumor, confirmation, words, big talk, weighted... Big talk. ...saying... That the PS5 will absolutely have backwards compatibility. Oh, are you serious, dude? Uh, this story is coming from a weird website that refuses to load for some reason. Because uh, I want that Let's PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, let me give this thing another crack, because it literally just worked a second ago, and then it stopped. But basically... Uh, the Digital Foundry guy was like on Twitter. There we go. Uh, on Twitter, 
someone said, uh, who here thinks that the PS5 will be backwards compatible for PS4 games? And uh, John Linneman, uh, who runs Digital Foundry, I believe, was said, it ab- said it absolutely has this zero question. Um, and then someone else followed up and said, is it possible that they will uh, cancel it later in the generation? Um, kind of like they did before. Yeah. And he said, why do you think they went with x86? It's to avoid having two sets of chips as they did on the PS3. So um, we don't know sense. where or what this confirmation is based on, but it sounds like uh, dev kits are out there in the wild and there's pretty much... No reason to doubt that this is going to be a thing. Backwards compatibility is really cool and is a feature that I appreciate more and more as I get older. Uh, yes. I really hope this doesn't mean like that the digital library will be not available and it'll have to be based on physicals while they slowly roll those out. Oh, no. The PS4, at the very least, like that digital library is exhaustive and it's every single fucking game that has ever come out for the system. Yeah. There's, uh, there's absolutely no reason to think anything but that that was a forward-thinking move for in the future, if we decide to do backwards compatibility, yeah. your account will just have all of the shit. Yeah, every generation, whatever console ends up collecting all of the, the games for for each of us, ends up being like, okay, well, don't fucking make me lose everything that I bought here. Um, but then there's just the job purposes of like, can you please allow me to continue having less wires in my living room. It would be really appreciated if I could play PS2 games via HDMI-enabled device. Especially because it wouldn't be that hard. Especially since the PS4 can do it right now. I just choose not to. Um, We've got... That PS2 emulator that is sitting in the PS... The PSP and PS2 emulators that sit in the PS4 right now are both apparently excellent... And seldom used. Never used, other than those those games. Like, but, like, they are open emulators that you can just plug a fucking ISO into. But, I mean, they're used on a game-by-game basis. <sighs> so. Like with Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Yep. Or whatever. Uh, we've got a weird one that happened pretty much right after last week's podcast. Uh, the story that had a couple of twists and turns that I'm not 100% on. Quite frankly, mm. but Grand Blue Fantasy Relink oh, development so weird. moved to Saya Games entirely. Platinum no longer involved. What the f? Why? So this story came out and basically went uh, Platinum and Cy- Cyber. Oh, do you Cy- mind if I get some water, Wolves? Sure thing. Platinum and Saya Games. Uh, I'm going to need some too, personally. Uh, I'll, whatever. I'll, your glasses at? Nah, don't worry. I'll, I'll get something else. It's okay. Um, no, I mean, I need to know where your glasses are. At. They are on the right. Uh, on the, you passed it. Keep turning. Keep turning. That one. Yeah, there's cups in there. Cool. Um, Psy Games uh, split ways with Platinum on the development of uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, which is the action RPG that they are working on. The one that looks uh, like it's going to be a Platinum game and that the footage made me excited because it was very pretty and we saw the party running through the dungeon and then combat was a bunch of Platinum things happening. And... Uh, so this came out and then it was like, oh, okay, I wonder what happened, right? And then, um, yeah, I know, I'm getting to the point, chat, relax. <laughs> and so this initially came out as, oh no, something might have went wrong, right? 
And then it turns out that uh, upon update, the details changed so that uh, it was just that Platinum's job was finished and they were like, oh, we don't have anything more to do here. So we were guns for hire and we're simply leaving and doing our own thing. And everything is fine. So that detail wasn't there initially, right? It was just that they parted ways and now Psy Games is taking over. Um, yes, that part of the story came out later and it's a positive spin so that it's like, uh-oh, it's not like something went wrong. They were simply hired for this job for these purposes in the same way that they were hired for Star Fox. And they did it, right? The weird part, however, that no one has brought up is that their logo was on the website and then it was removed. That's weird. So I get that there's the update that makes the twist that makes it happy. So yay, they finished their job. It's not actually a problem. And then there's the twist that makes it mysterious again. But can anyone explain why we had a platinum logo on the game's website that then gets pulled off? Are you trying to... Mid-development? Trying to imply that this game will lose its luster? So, chat, before you jump the fucking gun, how about you chill? (laughs) And explain that one to me, because I have no idea why you would do that, right? That's a weird one. Um, it's probably now I, I we know more than anyone what it's like to sit and be like that people to have theories and craft and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, are you out of your mind? It's what I said what it was. And people are like, but what about what you did insane? It's like, no, no, it's just that simple. Occam's razor. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to be that type of person, but I don't get why you'd pull a studio's name off of the it's thing. It's bizarre. Because they still worked on it. Are they not going to be in the credits? Are they not going to get credited for the work? Because that's really suspicious. Because Platinum still gets credited for the, the, the small jobs they do. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. That's the part of the story that I don't have an answer for that I find very weird. And uh, if anyone does know, then let me know. But don't take guesses. Confirm it. Um. Otherwise... Platinum probably left it in a quality state because that's what they do. It is what they do. And the last footage we looked at of the game looked fucking... Looked platinum-y. Great. Uh, Alongside that bullshit is the announcement of uh, No Duh, Nino Kuni anime is actually happening. A film... They're making a Nino Kuni film. Okay. And it's weird because it's like, oh, we're just... We're doing a Street Fighter, the movie, the game... Man. Real battle on film. Hopefully it has better pacing than the game. Um, I mean, the best part of the game is that it looks like a Ghibli. That is correct. So now we get a movie that should have that style. What if it doesn't look like a Ghibli? It might not because it's not being made by Ghibli. Well, that this is pointless. <laughs> this is the most pointless thing ever. <laughs> the, like, wow. The Nino Kuni anime film is being made by OLM Inc., the staff that, uh, not the staff, but the people that make Yokai Watch and Pokemon. Um, and that they made Old sense. Berserk. And it's weird that the Ghibli thing is not being taken on by them. <sighs> and I guess they were like, we don't want to do this. We already did it once for the game. That's weird. Why would we do it again? That's weird. For the adaptation. You figure this shit out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is very weird, but it's happening. Um, they do it, but you're watching another studio probably emulate Ghibli style as opposed oh, fun. to actually doing it. So 
We'll see where that one goes. That feels like an insult to life itself. <laughs> uh, Boy, that's a hard-ass insult, man. And then we got a little bit of fighting game news. There was the continued... Uh, the continued we-don't-give-a-fuck attitude that MK11 has towards its character releases where they announced Cabal, which they pretty much teased at the event. So we saw the trailer for Cabal earlier this week confirming him, even though, you know, they, they, they more or less confirmed him on the reveal. But alongside that, they just fucking casually showed some footage of Devora as well in, a, in another video from the event that... um. I was I was looking to see if I was in the background of the event and I wasn't unfortunately, uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, besides some cabal stuff, uh, Devorah's back and good. She, she's and awesome. She, she's yeah, yeah. She looks. She's one of the fucking rad new characters. Um, so Ed Boon's talking for a while and then it just kind of shows you like, yo, she's in it, and it, it's kind of similar to like there's another behind the scenes uh, video where they just show you Cassie Cage there she's just talking so like they're basically doing these soft confirms where they're like yeah they're not we're not showing you the big gameplay trailer yet but there they are it's just right there you know it you know and uh bug lady is still bug lady so um yeah that's that's a little double confirmation right there um most to be honest with with all the with all the uh the implied leaks from um these behind-the-scenes trailers and other sources and stuff, like there is a near-complete list that is shaping up that you can you can go out there and find of like what the cast of this game is probably going to be at this point. Um, so there's that, and then on you know, in terms of fighting game websites, Event Hubs ran this fun little story about this fun little this little show called Fighterpedia Remastered. And it and, and it was like, oh, what's going on over here? It's that show that where Zubaz came from. And then they asked, like, oh, are you is there gonna be more of this show? And then there's a quote in there that's like, oh, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. So shout outs to Event Hubs for running that story. That was fun. Hey, let's take some mail. Hey, before you do that, I just sent you a news story in your Twitter inbox. And I want to get your live reaction to the headline. Wow. Really? Yep. How did it happen? What happened? CD Projekt agreed to pay The Witcher additional royalties to the author. Yes, Andrew Sarposki. Back in October... Uh, Andrew Sapolsky demanded $60 million, $16 million, or $60 million zlotys. $16 million USD, $60 million Polish dollars. In additional royalties from CD Projekt Red, and while the studio initially declined, it has now agreed to hand over extra compensation. As reported by uh, this website, the Polish developer will offer the author further compensation in a bid to preserve an amicable working relationship. Although the figure apparently won't be anywhere near the $16 million he initially requested. He originally agreed to sell the rights to the book series to CD Projekt back in 97, turning down a profit-sharing deal in favor of cash, largely because he didn't think the studio would find success in the world of video games. 
Uh, it's a decision he's come to regret, and he's explained in a rather frank Eurogamer interview posted back in 2017. They offered me a percentage of the profits. I said, no, there will be no profit at all. Give me all my money right now, the whole amount. All right. I remember why I called him a fool now. Yeah, because he took a – you know what the check was for? It was for like $9,300. Yeah. Yeah. But it was the frankness of the fucking – This will never make any profit. Fuck you. Give me my money give now. Give me $10,000. Like that's that's what makes you – like, oh, then eat it. Yeah. <laughs> um, commented Sapowski. It was stupid. I was stupid enough to leave everything in their hands because I didn't believe in their success. But who could foresee the success? I couldn't. You should have. It's your series. <laughs> it's, it's so blatant. It's so raw. But the part that doesn't make sense is when you say that quote and then you go, no, but now the... Uh. So let me explain something to you because I looked this up the last time and it came up. Th- that's fucking nice Here, of them. Here's what makes sense. It's not nice of them. Here's how it makes sense. Polish IP law doesn't give a shit that he turned it down. Polish IP law says that regardless of any circumstance, a creator is entitled to the profits of the derivative works right. to a degree. Okay. okay. This is CD Projekt acquiescing so they don't, on some mirror, like miraculous chance of have the, a, have a lose literally little, everything, including the license. Litigation completely. Right. Yeah. Okay. This is This lawsuit could actually go either way if it became a lawsuit. So shut the fuck up and take a million euros or this, what you know whatever the this fuck is, it is. This is a plea bargain. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're signing the deal. Now, do I think that's fair? No, because he's because he's a, a, a explicit asshole to the point where the Metro twenty thirty three author came out and went, "What a stupid old fool!" Well, the, right. The, the, but the idea of the Polish IP law thing is specifically to protect. Dumb or inexperienced authors or content people from getting their shit fleeced on them. Now, the fact that this situation is the actual opposite of that scenario sucks. Historically, I am always and always have been on the opposite end of this, having become familiar with how comic book artists got ripped off fucked look what happened to jack kirby everyone back in the day that was told we'll take care of you don't worry didn't get taken care of because it was just a dismissive thing of thanks for creating it it's ours now you made this i made this right right so it's nuts to to always it's nuts to never to not be on the side of the creator ever in that that type of circumstance this Um, one time though it's so fucking weird. Where the author goes, fuck you, you suck. To the people that went, do you want? We're, we'll gladly offer profit share to you. So it changes the entire perspective because now this is, hey, Jack, do you want a cut of everything that we use that comes from your creation here? And you went, nah, just give me it all now. You're not going to succeed. And let's put it into perspective. The guy didn't think he'd get 10 grand out of the profit share ever. And I get it. You're old. You don't know video games. So whatever. You didn't check. Well, I would say else, it's right? not. It's, he, it's not that he doesn't know. But he actively has explicit distaste for perhaps, video games. But agreed to the pay. Yeah. 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 Perhaps. Perhaps. So yeah, this is one of those. This is this is if this is based on them being like we don't want to risk it. This is them not risking it. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Well then, Polish IP law is very different. 
that's not a bad law. No, it's not. That's a good law. Yeah. That makes sense. This particular scenario would be a test case for the limit of that law. Edge case. And nobody wants to do that. Yeah. Right? Yep. Especially since, let's say, the 1 in 100 chance they lose it, that's the license too. Yep. Oops. Yep. Right. You know, like... In conclusion, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Good move. Yep. Well played eventually, I suppose. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Polish IP law is fucking wild, dude. You know how CD Projekt got their fucking start? Mm. They're blasting out fucking, what was it, Turbo Graphics games over the radio. Because <laughs> you could tape it. Oh, <laughs> and then play it on the fucking cassette. Yeah, was it Turbo? It might have been something else. But it, that's how those guys got not, their start. Yeah, I, it, the Turbo Graphics, I don't think, had, uh, had the tape deck in it. But I know Whatever the, the fuck, MSX had one. Something. Where they were, they were a fucking uh, a Polish language fucking pirate group that's incredible that would blast out pirate games over the radio that's incredible that's where that company got their start yeah i i know the msx had one i don't know what else had one but that's fucking zx spectrum commodore 64 people are saying it was one of those god that is pirate as fuck it's as pirate as it gets but you know why they did that Mm -hmm. no polish language games of uh, versions of those games would ever come out right 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 and that eventually becomes the mentality of a very strongly worded good old games of like, no, fuck DRM, fuck you. Did they translate them? Yes. Okay. Okay. CD Projekt Red is one of those companies that uh, Gabe Newell, back when he would speak to humans, would talk about saying that piracy is an improved service in many regions of the world, particularly Russia and areas of the former Soviet bloc, where games don't get localized there, but mm-hmm. pirate co- pirate groups will localize them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, uh, games in China are fucked. Yeah. So, there's a lot of places where it's like, yeah, that it's it's like that for a reason, and you're fighting against years of it. Um, or video games never were not this. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in some cases, let's take some mail. Hey, if you want to send a, oh, why am I doing this voice? Hey, if you want to send an email, send it to Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. That's Castle Super Beast Mail at gmail.com. And? Oh, you could sound something like this. I used the stalled time to get it all together, you know. Oh, uh, well. Uh, give me a second. Uh, there you go. All right. Hey, William Pat. Hope you're doing well. First time writing into the podcast. Wanted to ask you guys what's your favorite fake language in media? And if you prefer. Uh, and do you prefer when they have a, a translation or no? Um, also for the person that asked about not playing Fortnite with friends, this happened to me with League and Fortnite, and what I did was play so badly that they didn't want me to play with them anymore, and it worked. Nice. There you go. Guns, then this comes from Gonzalo. Perfect. Yes, I do. Um, I have, uh, my favorite fake language is that bullshit that Yoko Kano uses in Green Bird and in uh, into into Gaia from the Escaflone soundtrack and uh, in Cowboy Bebop, uh-huh. uh, it is some crazy ass Elvish thing, and it's beautiful, and it is simply used because the syllables are nice to hear, and that's the only rule. 
and I don't believe there's any translations of them. Man, you fucking took the exact not not type, but you took the exact mental uh, path. There's a second one, yeah. Uh, but it's uh the fucking whatever fake ass language that uh what's his name uh Scott Dolph invented for one song in Beyond the Bounds. Beyond the Bounds. That's the other one. Um and, and the language of the ancients. Yeah. In near. Yeah, the language of the ancients is, a, is, is incredible. The yeah. the and if I had remembered, I would have also said the Yoko Kano one. And if you could tell, mm-hmm. it's Shut up, it sounds good for the song. Yeah. Is our mental process on this. I mean, I assumed you were going to say Beyond the Bounds, so I went this way with it. But that's yeah. it's the same thing. It's just, that's what it is. Those are the answers. Scott Dolph, what's this language mean? I don't know. Sounds good. Near Zoe, Bebop, and uh, Escaflone. Hell yeah. By the way, gang, if anybody doesn't know, Scott Dolph, the guy who wrote Beyond the Bounds, was a localization man who also plays... The Marine Commander in Metal Gear Solid 2. That's he's a, true. He's, a, he's the yeah. black guy. Uh, he's black colonel who's um, yeah. uh, Fortune's dad. It says Scott Dolph under... Yeah. Under, yeah when Who he fucks get... Vamp. That's true. That's true. Loves to fuck Vamp. Loves it. Well, he's got luck in his balls. Yeah. Um, nope, it was nanomachines. No, it was luck. No, but it was nanomachines, though. Yeah. Uh, I, um... What was the... Oh, God, I just had another one. Fuck. It, it, I lost it. Yeah, it's uh, Exalteus uh, is another Yoko Kano. It's, it's the song that I use in the, um, the start of my streams before it cuts to the trash pile. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's that, it's that gibberish, beauty, that beautiful gibberish. Uh, thanks, Gonzalo. Here's one coming in from uh, Cole from Texas. Hey, Cole. Derek's cool, stylish bros. I got a hypothetical. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're familiar with Lieutenant Barkley from Star Trek Next Gen. I ex- extraordinarily so. How Shrub- about you, Wolves? Shrub- nope. Okay. Shrubby loser who's always fucking up at work and abuses the holodeck for personal power fantasies. He really abuses the shit out of it. Would you, if given a holodeck, act out your own personal fantasies in the same way? Pat, would you recreate from your grocery store days and beat people up? And make them have to constantly cover your shifts for or whatever. Wooly, would you recreate old days with all your siblings and cousins, but program so that they always lose to you at fighting games? <laughs> so that you get and get really salty about it. Love the new podcast. Keep up the work. Thanks. Uh, sincerely, Cole from Texas. Uh, so actually, when when me Plague and uh, Paige have uh, watched TNG, and he, he puts it up on Picardo, and we'll watch it on stream. The holodeck we have all discussed it is like fiction annihilating. In Star Trek, okay, the existence of a holodeck would be annihilatory to society, <laughs> okay, because of this question, right? How could selfish any, usage? How could any society continue to exist when you can create a, a fantasy world. machine yes. exists that yes. you can spend your entire life in? Yeah, uh, the answer is, of course, I would abuse it. Of for course, maximum enjoyment. Uh, however. Um, recreating old memories just to play them out in, with more satisfactory endings does nothing for me. Oh yeah, because I know they're not real. I would get zero satisfaction out of that. I would use the. I would just use it to look at butts. Yeah, I just look at butts the whole time. That's can fine. you do that? Can the holodeck like yeah make yeah, yeah I can do that. I'm in there. That's yeah. it. Twenty four seven. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, holodeck is a problem. I can see it. Yeah. In fact, that's actually usually what it's mostly used for. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, was that an episode? That's what Barkley's doing. Is he looking at butts? 
So okay, so I'm gonna because yo, if he's like, then that guy's he's all right. So here, here, okay. <laughs> so here's the Barkley episode with the hall deck. It's the episode he's introduced and he has horrible anxiety. Okay, right. So he goes and hangs out in the hall deck, and on the hall deck, it's like a Three Musketeers type of fucking setting. Yep. But he's replaced. He's he has scanned in every major character from the show to be in this thing. So Riker's really short. In this version. Okay. And he'll beat them up and he'll talk shit to Picard and all that shit. Okay. Um, and here's where it gets like nefarious. It's like petty, but yeah. Is that like he has multiple love interests and they are his bosses and he has scanned them in. He's scanned Troy in. He scanned Beverly in. Yeah. And they find out and they are like fucking creeped out, man. It is the Star Trek future equivalent of discovering. Your your fucking roommate's wank pile has like your face like bolted on to some MS Paint images of porn, right? It's creepy. It's super, and they find it creepy. Shout outs to that one episode of Black Mirror. Oh God, are you where they basically explored the op. What if the camera was in the opposite place? Okay, and what if the hollow deck? And it's people that got scanned in yeah. are digital copies of people's complete minds. Oh, that's so their awful. full personalities. That are sounds there. awful. It's that sounds incroyable. That sounds like that SCP article about the basketball game. If you're familiar with that, I'm anybody not. at home who knows what I'm talking about will kind of connect the dots on that. I'm not, but uh, yeah, yeah, that's fucked. That's fucked. Um, no, that's some petty, that's some petty shit, man. You know what's not petty? Mm-hmm. Butts. Well, it depends. No, it really doesn't. There's some petty butts out there. No, I've never seen a petty butt. Nah. Mm-hmm. Not even once. Um, Ruby says, Dare Wolfsky and Pat Kiasu. Ruby here. I'll live with that. Not to shill Tuhu, contrary to popular belief. Just want to let you guys know that uh, the JoJo fan game currently being LP'd, uh, the 7th stand user... Uh, is actually updated several times in the past few years, but nobody has stepped in to translate all the new content. Oh, that's a bummer. The new Chaos Mode has a lot of funky scenarios that deviate uh, from the original storyline hard, so it'd be a shame for it to go untranslated. Just wanted to ask if you guys could maybe get the word out there on the podcast in the hopes that someone might be willing to jump on it. Well, consider that done. There you go, Ruby. Did you say Tuhu? Tuhu. Like, is that Toho? Yeah, but oh. people write Tu and then H-U. Oh, I see. Dear Supercastles, Tommy wants to know, did you ever have any teachers or professors who were open fans of video games? I remember once in high school, my world history teacher had an extra credit question on the test about an India about India asking what figure is notable for his stretchy arms. <laughs> That's pretty good. The only teacher I could ever remember even mentioning video games ever was a history teacher that liked Civ. Yeah. And that's like the most yeah, of course he does. So we like, had, of course yeah. he likes it. No, we had a history teacher. Shout outs to Jersey Joe. He's awesome. Uh we had our history teacher, Jersey Joe, that like ran D and D campaigns at lunch. Yeah. And that classroom was where we would go to play D and D, we'd go to play our Game Boys, we'd play Pokemon, we'd do all of it. It was the hangout mm-hmm. for gaming. And uh it was basically because this was the one teacher on the staff, pretty old guy too. But he was the one teacher on the staff that was like, yeah, games are awesome. 
And like all the younger guys were like two, they were just outside of that age where they'd get it. Mm-hmm. So, um, this, so yeah, this history, so, uh, Joe would fucking, he'd DM and he would old school DM mm-hmm. with the boards up and, oh, right? And do the full on storytell and it was, it was great. So, yeah, we had um, a, we had in a, fact, I, I believe uh, he's currently DMing with friends of ours that uh, really? that do their their own campaign. We yeah. got uh, we had one uh, teacher that used to DM some D and D games. He was a physics teacher. He was a big nerd. And then I remember a bunch of friends of mine used to go to those, and then they stopped because the tone of them would get like skeezier and skeezier. Mm. And it was like, no, nah, we're not gonna go anymore. Mm, don't do that. Yeah. Brad says, what's the greatest length you've ever gone to to be rude at someone in an online game? I play StarCraft 2, which doesn't have a chat macro function, but one not to despair, I simply created Excel files full of stupid copy pastas, like the Scott Steiner speech or Yoshikage's monologue, and after determining the character limit in the in-game chat, it turns out it's 255, I copy-pasted bullshit in the game chat, constantly alt-tabbing during the game proper. People I play hate it and get very angry and mad at me and tell me to get cancer. Alternatively, what's your personal favorite example of online trolling? Much love from Brad. I got one. So, uh, do you got anything, Wolves? Just the the one that is not the answer to the question at all. Mm-hmm. Um, in which the only time I've ever replied or like I've never sent any bullshit troll. I've never trolled like that. The only thing I've ever interacted with is when I'd get hate from people in fighting games. And, like, early Dragon Ball was a bunch of that. And I remember deciding to experiment with replying to uh, hate mail on PSN or whatever with tips. Oh, yeah, that's good. So whatever the person was mad about, I would just tell them. I'd the, recommend. The legitimate advice version. The, the, so I'd be like, okay, so uh, you here's what you were lo- losing to, and here's how you beat it. That's really infuriating. Uh, and I wanted to see if anyone would reply. I didn't get a single reply. Of course not. Um, I figured that would either be, it could go one of two ways. Either someone would be like, oh, thanks. Oh, cool. Okay. Sorry. Or they'll double down in rage, depending on your personality type. But, I, I and either is acceptable. I'm fine with both. So I went for that route on it. So... Back in my youth, I used to be back back in the wild, wild world of the Xbox Live start at the voice chat experiment. I would occasionally troll people by being the younger, less responsible, definitely not a public figure on the internet version of myself. But the last real batch of shit trolling that I can remember is that in Final Fantasy XIV there's a lot of group content in particular you do 24 man alliance raids quite often so a lot of people what they'll do is they'll set up a text macro and the text macro will often be accompanied with uh, sound effect 8 which is called danger bongos and a little bongo noise will play. And it'll be like, hey guys, the meteor's coming out. Get behind the thing or whatever as a warning to other players. However, what you can do as well is that there are some people versed in the wonderful world of ASCII art to this day. 
And they mm-hmm. will post mm-hmm. these funny little moogles or cactar or what have you mm-hmm. with some fucking shit posts in there. Such as a moogle with a farmer hat on that says, I thought this was a farm party. <laughs> and all sorts of stupid fucking shit. Stupid troll ass garbage that's not toxic. No, no, no. Just just on the real bitchy side of passive aggressive. Here's the thing, though. How could a chat log possibly be big enough on the screen to show a full piece of ASCII art? Because you're playing an MMO. And an MMO has a big-ass chat log most of the time. Or people will see a giant parse of ASCII garbage and so go, So then huh? they go look at the log. So then you hit, uh, you hit select triangle uh, to bring it up, and then it's just fucking... To see the full screen. Yeah. Okay, I got it. And then you'll see a fucking Moogle with fire coming out of its ass going, Gray Googly Moogly, it's all gone to shit. <laughs> as soon as someone dies, right. for example. Right, okay. Okay. Text um, emotes, basically. That being said, I will say, these players are reviled, but I have to give them credit. Part of the macro system in 14 is that when you macro those text macros, you can macro that text to an ability, right? So you get people that are the scum of the goddamn earth, but I have to respect them, that every single ability that they use will be accompanied by a long-ass anime-style fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! call-out shit. (laughs) Okay. In particular, Astrologians and Dark Knights are the worst. Astrologians have five or six abilities in which they draw a card, and motherfuckers will macro Yu-Gi-Oh! quotes to Every single one of those fucking actions. So every time they do it, fucking ping will go, an audible ping will go off, and your fucking text scroll will just start scrolling like mad with all this weeb garbage. So wait, the game lets you say a thing every with time a you button use press. A, a spell? Yeah. And you can assign both you, to the same button? Because it's a macro system. So what you do is you make a macro. and the Right, macro, so it's a language. The macro yeah. is uh, okay. uh, slash AC uh, bracket, the, the name of the ability, end bracket, and then any text you want to put underneath. Got it, yeah, okay. And you can even set it to party, and then you can set uh, double bracket fucking SE.8 to make sound effect 8, which is Danger Bongo. And Dark Knights turning on their abilities... Having these long paragraphs of fucking edgelord. Oh, the darkness rises. Fucking. Oh, my God. Shut the fuck up. Can you uh, only see chat from people that are in your group or like? Well, from... this is this only happens in your group. Yeah. OK. But if you're in a group with somebody, you're kind of stuck with them, which is what makes it want like extra. Want, I want to die. So on the one hand, these people are the worst. On the other hand, they're using the more time-intensive version of what I'm talking about. And the best part about this, so the most common one, the most common one of these, it's called a raise macro. And what it is is that you macro a message to when you pick somebody up from the dead, right? Macros have, okay, this is really, really obscure, but I'm going to hope that you can trust to follow me on this. So in Final Fantasy XIV, you hit buttons, right? Yep. 
Every 2.5 seconds, you can hit a new button. You see all the all the icons rotate like a, a clock, and you can hit them, right? Mm-hmm. There is a little latency give on when you hit that button. So maybe you hit a little early, right? The input will remain in the buffer and and proc the input the the button as soon as it can, right? So so it feels nice and loose, right? Macros are specifically not given that input buffer so that the, because they don't want people just macroing their characters to be auto played, right? What this means is is that people who are using this on every ability have given themselves appreciably worse controls and less responsive controls than not saying anything at all. Just to get this fucking... Think of it this yeah, way. Okay. Putting the macro in is like removing negative edge from your buttons. Right, or adding uh, extra extra frames. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And with raised macros, it can cause the spell to not go off in the right order and fail. Okay. So So they'll have this annoying fucking passive aggressive fucking maybe you should get up but but because of the macro timing and latency, the move that they cast to make the move go fast doesn't come out at the right time and then they slow raise it and then they move and then the spell doesn't go off. And so then they do it again. It's oh my god, it's oh it's the shittiest thing in the world. Wow. When, when you have these online games where you give people text control, the infinity possibilities for trolling, be, like, it's unbelievable. Um, that's, we can just end it there. That's, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, so, with that, uh, what, uh, well, what's coming out? Apex is out. Apex is what's out. Anthem is coming out. Whatever. Anything else coming out? Uh, Resident Evil on the 15th. What day is it today? It's the 11th. On the 15th, uh, Resident Evil 2 is going to get a bunch of DLC for free. Hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, Wolves, but they're going to release the 1998 costumes. Yeah, yeah, Which is yeah, the PS1 models. Yeah. As well as... Uh, it's unclear if it's going to be one out of three or three and then more later, but DLC campaigns as side characters that Ooh. apparently will have some kind of... They'll have a new enemy type specifically for that mode, which appear to be devil-triggered zombies that came out of a, s- a screenshot. Don't know what that's about, but uh, in addition to some randomized elements. So they might be like little roguelikes for RE2. That's the only thing I can think of. Jump Force comes out. Oh, Yeah. So that game looks unfinished. Have you seen footage of the like l- latest version? The sound effects don't exist. It's so bad. I haven't seen anything. It looks so bad. I just saw the announcement for Joe Soro and Dio. Um Jump Force comes out. So uh yeah, I'm I might I might uh I might take a look and see what's going on Jump over there. Jump Force more like force you to jump away from this garbage. This Nailed is it. hey, this is the unreal Nintendo character mod thing. Okay, straight up. Sold. I saw people saying that, and I'm like, a lot of those people fucking around in Unreal Engine make shit that looks way better than Jump Force. Way better. And uh, Crackdown 3? Oh, yeah? I don't believe that. Crackdown 3? Is that I true? Don't, no, I don't believe it. Are people lying? I think people are lying. I don't know if they're lying or Microsoft is lying, but I don't believe it. What's the actual date? I have no idea. 
Hold on. Uh, the internet. Yeah, I take a look because I, I don't know about that. Um, Crackdown three is February twenty nineteen. So maybe. Crackdown, th- the first thing that came up was Crackdown 3 won't allow you to play with your friends in the multiplayer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Talk about the Will Smith genie? What, I, what is it? Looks say? bad. Looks, doesn't look good. Looks bad. I didn't watch the trailer. I just saw the screenshot. Real it, Uncanny it Valley. I got, it actually looks way worse in movement. It okay. looks, it's, it's very, um. I got nothing on that. You remember, uh, you remember Clue from Tron Legacy? Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah, okay. Bad. Just. Yeah, but blue also. Well, Clue was like, it was weird because Clue was bad in movement, but good in screenshots. Yeah, well, worse than that then. You know? You know what I they- saw a screenshot of this and I was like, oof. Whereas like in Tron, I was like, no, when as long as it's not moving, it's fine. But the moment it starts to move, it's a problem. I am of the belief that these live action Disney movies are actually pointless. But even beyond that. If you can't get Robin Williams again, which you can't, they should have just filmed the entire movie around the existing Robin Vo- Williams genie the animation. Performance. No. I mean, literally take the animation cells from the movie <laughs> and put them, put in, them in and just film the live action alongside it. Oh, my it. God. That's, that is... Don't even that care. That is bizarre. That is fucking cool world. <laughs> yeah, fine. Fuck it. He's a magic genie. He could be 2D if he wants. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess that's what it'd be. Uh, and oh, uh, Hornet's coming out. Hornet, Hornet on DLC on, uh, for Holiday. Valentine's Day. That's cool. Yeah, playable Hornet is is, is a cool thing. Uh, uh, did you? Oh, you wouldn't have. There's a there. Part of the secret super double secret ending in Gods and Glory is a little preview of what Hornet's campaign is actually going to be. Okay. And it is an alternate ver. You beat the game, right? You didn't get all the endings. I didn't, get, you, the tr- I didn't get the true but ending. But you beat one of them, right? Soft ending, yeah. So it is... Okay, you know how you go into that room? Mm-hmm. It is a variation of what comes out that oh. would be what Horient... Uh, Horient, yeah. Hornet yeah. Uh, would deal with. Horror of the Orient? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that game got super canceled, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> uh... For shame. I remember hearing about that game and immediately like that's never gonna that's come never out. out. That's no, not gonna come no, out. No. Unless it it comes out and it's called of the. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not gonna happen. No way. Uh, it's such a such a title though, you know? You apparently it's a reference to the city. That sure. was, and the city was known as that. Yeah, was, but I don't sure. remember the city. But like, I mean, you'd pick up that book off of a shelf next to Moby Dick. Yeah, with, with another sure. in the book called Horror of the Orient. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, mm. that yeah. What a, I, I fucking I thought it was a great title. That was a great title. Um, yeah. All right. So that's that's that. All right. Let's go home and unlock Mirage. I'm I'm good with Gibraltar, and I'm probably more excited about Caustic to be honest. All right. I'm unlock Mirage. If you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says 15 miles to the
Allah, Allah, Allah.